0: And welcome to Out of this World Radio with your host Ted Marr broadcasting today from b b s Radio with the help of my good friends Don and Doug and I've got my wonderful friends P and Cullen coming to us all the way from somewhere on the planet. I assume they're on Earth, but you never know nowadays. you never know where they are <laughs> but uh, let me make some announcements, and then I'll bring you guys right on. I'm so glad you're all here today. Um, I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. The purpose of my show was to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can make this planet a much better place. I myself have been waiting 52,000 years, or two Mayan cartoon cycles, for this moment in human history where we're finally ascending into the higher dimensions. Uh, we have a lot of challenges, though, and um, we have to be very careful because there are lots of negative uh, entities out there who do want to stop us and block us and one of those is um uh it's 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 coming from i i know uh it, for some people ai is great i guess for their for the work they do and they can do wonderful things with it but you have to be careful with the intent because um uh, there are elements uh, on the earth here who do want to take us over with artificial intelligence and we should never relinquish our tie into God because AI focuses in on uh, its own drummer so to speak but I'm sure we'll get into that later this morning and Don you're welcome to to add your, add your opinion as well. I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. Today's show will hit a new record of 1.39 billion listeners in over 100 countries. And off-planet, my um, off-planet friends said we should have right around 800 million, um, 890 million benevolent beings off-planet. Off so I want to thank everyone so much for listening today and of course, of course I want to thank um, all my friends aboard the uh, Plutonian Mothership and the Galactic Alliance listening today. And that's why it's so wonderful to have P. and Cullen here, because they, they also channel Larkma, which is a beautiful group of pleadians on on their uh, beautiful, wise messages for humanity. And I sure appreciate and grateful that, that they're here today. My uh, shows are, are are supported by listener contributions. And if you'd like to contribute, just go to my website on BBS or to www.outofthisworld1150.com uh, uh, and just click on the Paypal button. Everything, Anything is, is really appreciated. Um, I'm also, um, I love being on BBS, but I'm also on uh, CloudHub um, and just look under Ted Mar, Out of This World, and I'm on uh, several other, it's really easy to use other, um, other avenues as well. Um, I want people to be uh, careful on the use of your resources because there's a lot of charlatans out there trying to steal your resources. And um, I'm not going to go mention names, but uh, uh, people sometimes who call themselves uh, light workers are, are actually um, fraudulent, and um, they've been doing things uh, which is absolutely crazy, uh, including calling um, AI to be benevolent. and they're trying to mind control you and swindle you. Not everyone is a light worker. I'm not going to go into details, but I want people to have some discernment. Because not, not everyone is a prophet, and if someone says that they're God or source, um, that's a big red flag in my book, because everyone has God within them, and not just one person has that tie into God. So I just want people, um, there has been some calls from people um, saying that they're God or source and send them all their money, um, uh, and I, I cannot disagree with that, but just use some discernment. Uh, there are a lot of good people out there doing great light work, but there are some who uses the banner of source or um, how great they are, and they're basically just fleecing people. And eventually, I know the law will catch up with them. And with that, I'd like to bring on pian and Cullen. It's so nice to have you here today, my friends. Thank you so much for uh, joining uh, me today. This is great.
1: Thank you, Ted. We're delighted to be here. Always a pleasure to join you. And I have to say, your introduction about using discernment is very important right now because there are so many people out there that are what Cullen and I call false prophets because they have all the lingo down, all the right words to use. They know how to get you hooked and they will say everything they think you want to hear to be able to disseminate their false information. So discernment is really key right now.
0: I had a translator on my show, on my German show, a couple of years ago, who actually was taken over by a very negative force, and um, um, it's just awful what happened. So I'm very careful now. um, Who um, I I tell people, I'm just warning people to try to help them out. You have to use discernment. Um, If there's anything um, out there that you don't feel comfortable with, don't follow it. Um, You all have free will. And that's the problem uh, with the reptilians and the negative entities is because they've been taken over by AI and they, have, they, have no, they no longer have any tie-in to God. And unfortunately, um, um, they're on a very negative path and they've tried to take over this planet. So AI does have its use. I'm not saying it's not. A, it can be a good thing, but you have to use discernment and have the right intention. It's like the atomic bomb. The atomic bomb could destroy this planet, and we were given the technology during World War II by the reptilians to destroy this beautiful planet. Um, it's a long story, everything that happened, um, but um, uh, we, we've had nothing but pr- a problem since that time. The Pleiadians blessed their heart back in the 50s, and since that time have wanted us to curtail or at least get rid of these nuclear weapons because we're not supposed to have it. Outside of planet Earth, Um, uh, The use of nuclear energy and nuclear power, uh, nuclear bombs is completely illegal, Um, but we've got it here and that's because it's so dangerous. During the Atlantean times, um, they did discover it as well about 200,000 years ago and they kept it under wraps until about 12,500 years ago when they used it to try to control the planet and they ended up blowing up much of Earth. That's why it destroyed their civilization. Then we had to start all over again. So here we are again Trying to, uh, trying to ascend, um, but many of the spirits who were alive um, uh, during the Atlantean times are making the same mistakes now. They even had a vaccine program during the Atlantean times at the end of their civilization in an attempt to control their people. They were mixing uh, DNA from humans with other creatures, including dolphins to create mermaids and mermen. They were creating what they called things, which were um, half animal, half human, to, uh, to create like a worker class for them, they're doing the same thing now, although you don't hear about it much. But um, um, but so we have to be careful we don't make the same mistakes again. I think, and this is what I really love about the work of P and Cullen because they've devoted their life to spreading good messages to humanity to help us through this challenging period. And um, you have to be aware of what's going on in order. You have to be aware of what the dark is doing so you can fight back and make make the right choices, because not every everything out there is good. (laughs) So you just have to be be careful of it. And um, ever since actually, I think our government, uh, our government is not really our government. Um, It's not a government of the people by the people for the people. It's it's a government for some very dark elements. And so people have to realize that and stand up for their rights, because if they don't, we're not going to have a country left, not going to have a world left really to, to talk about. So, um, anyway, um, well, I think I've said enough, and I think it's time for P and Cullen to talk. So, anyway, it's still nice to have you here today, my friends. Thank you, Ted.
2: We're we're always happy to be here with Sharon and discuss with you. You know, it's very interesting. The two topics that organically have come up at the very beginning of this conversation, AI and false prophets, are pretty important subjects that P and I talk about and our friends Lark must certainly talk about. And the two topics actually go together in tandem because there are many false prophets telling humanity, and we don't really use people's names on this show very often. We respect that. But sure. there are false prophets in human bodies who are telling humanity that. AI is the best possible thing that that's come down the chute. It's right. it's the right. best thing since sliced bread, right. and we are very wary. We are very we are beyond discerning about anyone who talks about the benefits of AI because we believe it's it's the beginning of a slippery slope. It sounds really good. It sounds a little bit like what happened in the 1950s after World War II, when all these new machines were invented. um, Mm -hmm. Dishwashers, Mm -hmm. um, electric can openers, all these these appliances for the modern woman, the the modern housewife, and they said, oh, this will give you so much more free time. This will give Mm -hmm. you so much more freedom. And lo and behold, all these machines didn't do any of that. All it was, was a consumer situation where these inventions made a lot of money for a lot of companies. It didn't really speed up our lives. It didn't really help us, but we were told this is going to really positively change your life. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, Ted, what's happening today with not only AI, but other inventions that really aren't good for us, but we're told this will enhance your life.
1: The thing that concerns me the most about that is how willing people are to give up control of their own choices. Turning it over to artificial intelligence, saying, I don't have to do a thing, they'll do it all for me, is a pathway to giving up control over other things that they may not have even thought of yet. Because once artificial intelligence gets that control and it is intelligence in the name artificial intelligence, they can do what they want. And that's a little bit scary to me that people are so willing to give that up just to get whatever's being promised as the newest, shittest, brightest thing that's going to bring them whatever they want. that That's alarming.
0: Lord Acton in, in the United Kingdom in the 19th century said those who... We ignore the lessons of history or are bound to repeat their mistakes, so I mean that's the same thing now. I'm not saying AI um, is, is bad, it's just that you have to use discernment and you have to use it with the right intent. Because if you don't, if you give all your control over to AI, you've lost control and that's what's happened to the reptilians. They were taken over by AI as well as the greys as well and there's other negative species as well which um used to have a tie into god but they don't any longer because they are ai driven that's just it's that's what i see happening and people have to be aware of this or else we'll lose our our, our um our spiritual path there's no guarantees in life um uh, there's no guarantees for the ascension we have to create it and make the right choices on our own um so and that's the other thing these false prophets do they'll say oh you don't you just need to just don't just sit back don't do anything because you will ascend. No, that's not correct. You all have to work for it, because that's the contract you signed up for, and um, you know. And so we all have to work. That's why I know you, P and Cullum, been working hard all these years. I myself has as well. Many like workers have. We don't stop, because we know what's at stake. And if we don't make it this time, we'll end up back in tyranny again. Um, and um, um, it, it'll be a very serious thing, so anyway, we have a golden opportunity to create a beautiful, happy uh, planet for ourselves and our children and children's children for many generations, or we can go down a dark path. it's pretty clear what's you know everything that's um, that's going on and simply giving your money to some charlatan who who wants thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for what is beyond my comprehension and, and belief because you do see the charlatans out there fleecing people for all kinds of money. I'm not going to mention any names, but they're out there.
2: Well, so, go ahead. It, it's evident today that that people are being exposed. There, there are false spiritual teachers who, as, as you just said, are making millions upon millions of dollars annually Right. teaching things that sound good, but really are not. They're about control. They're about humiliation. They're about degradation. They're about things that, that people think they're being helped by, but they're actually fraudulently being damaged. Mm-hmm. There was a very famous person during the past five or six years with, without a name who publicly humiliated people on stage. Mm. Um, she, she was very famous. Mm. She had centers worldwide and luckily, some of the people who worked for her decided to make a documentary about mm-hmm. what she was actually doing behind the scenes. And that documentary has gone around the world mm-hmm. and showed people how terrible this false spiritual leader is, was and is. Mm-hmm. And she has been dethroned, defrocked. She is mm-hmm. no longer damaging people. And I am so happy that people are standing up and, and telling the world that some of these people are really doing what they're doing. So this is happening all over the world. And Pia and I suspect that for the rest of this year and into 2024, more and more false prophets are going to be exposed and shown to be doing exactly what they're doing. And Ted, it's the same thing as politicians. It's the same thing as financiers. Many of these people, regardless of what they're doing, are doing harmful work and damaging humanity and the earth herself. Mm -hmm. And we are so happy that these things are coming to the light. They're being exposed and something is actually changing the way people are looking at these people.
1: So Mm -hmm. Ted, I have a question. Don't you think That People would have gotten the message and gotten the lesson when they surrendered all of their control and all of their choices and took something into their bodies, you know, here, that they didn't know anything about, but they were told it was good for them. They were told it would keep them safe. Wouldn't you think people would wake up enough to know not to believe that AI is going to save them? any more than that fake material they took into their bodies was going to save them?
0: Well, that's a that's a good... Go,
1: how can they go through the same ignorance two times in a row, this close right. together?
0: Right, right. I have a healthy amount of skepticism, I think, around uh, government and big business, because in my last, last lifetime, I mentioned this before, I lived through Nazi Germany, I was a member of Hitler Youth, I followed everything the Nazis and Hitler told me to do. I got very upset later when they started executing and killing my friends who were Jewish and uh, finally um, I was executed by the Nazis in 1944 in Berlin and so I chose to come to the United States. Um, one of my lessons uh, from that lifetime was never to trust um, a big government or even big corporations for that matter but always to have discernment and so um, And it bothered me a couple of years ago to see people taking this shot program in in the arm because I knew it wasn't good for them and many people would be passing away. Um, Now I want to thank, especially thank my good Plydean friends uh, Admiral Halosaurus. They've been sending positive energy and positive vibrations to the planet for for since 2018 now or for the past five years. And that's helped people raise their consciousness and also heal as well. But there are still many people who've still passed on from the SHOP program. And all it is is a way to get rid of humans on this planet and control us so we can be controlled by, guess what, AI. That's why I mentioned the discernment. I mean, it's great to have the technology. It can help people, but you've got to, you gotta—you can't give up your control over it because if you do, you're lost, you're sunk. So. Well,
2: that, that's, that's a really important topic to talk about, I think, in this discussion. Larkma, our Pleiadian friends, talk about the difference between detrimental technology and benevolent positive technology. Their technology through the eons of time that they have developed their society, they only use benevolent technology. It harms no one. It, it, it's an energy that that is only completely designed around love and light. There's, wow. there's, no, there's no mechanics involved. When they talk about human earthly technology, they laugh. And, and they don't laugh to hurt our feelings, but they chuckle and they say, you believe your technology is cutting edge. You think it is so advanced. And they chuckle to themselves somewhat out loud and say, you don't understand how archaic your technology truly is. Sure. Technology harms the earth. Mm-hmm. Your technology harms the human body.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Your technology harms any living being on your planet the 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 waves that are created all of the emfs that are created through most of our technology is obviously harmful and people have been hoodwinked once again thinking they've been told 5g is this wonderful new technology that will enhance your lives right they don't talk about the downside of the fact that 5g is pernicious it's deadly it does not allow life to work normally as it was designed to work Mm -hmm. so we have to realize that there are very very different types of technology and we as humans haven't done a very good job of designing the technology that we use we've been using technology since world war ii it it has doubled tripled quadrupled since the end of world war ii when just a few technologies were invented, like radar and, and other EMF-creating things,
4: mm-hmm.
2: we have really gone down the wrong rabbit hole in understanding or misunderstanding what our technology is actually doing to us. Of course, it enhances communication. We would all agree with that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: However, what is the cost behind being able to communicate more thoroughly, or more quickly, if it's killing us at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, totally. Yeah, I, enslaving us, ultimately, and taking Absolutely. away our free will. That's the other thing.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, Ted, almost all of the, the technologies that have, been, that have been brought to the public since the 1980s were designed by the US military laptop computers didn't just fall out of the sky mm-hmm. they they were a byproduct of military intelligence people don't know this but they should all soft screen devices that have swiping capability were all designed by the u.s air force they wow. all came out of fighter planes and bombers
0: wow, wow. all of
2: those all of those devices did not come as a beneficial, benevolent design. Mm-hmm. They came from a very draconic, very warlike situation. People have no idea that, that every time they use their finger to swipe, they are duplicating exactly what warships were doing in the US military. I wish everybody understood this. Maybe it would temper their interest Maybe it would temper their enthusiasm about all these new gadgets that they think are benign and helpful.
0: Well, people don't know the history, but I'll tell you what the history is now and I'd love your opinion on this. It comes from uh, from a meeting that President Eisenhower held in March of 1954 with the reptilians and the greys. And in exchange for some of their their technology, um, he allowed them to abduct and study as humans. During that time, from 19, March of '54 all the way through probably the 80s, somewhere in the late 80s, um, 6 million people were taken off the planet. Uh, 1.5 million were returned. The rest were either eaten or used for experimentation or um, are sold um, off planet by the reptilians and other negative species. And, and the darker elements of the United States government actually started abducting people as well, because they could use humans as a bargaining chip to gain technology from other dark entities. And so all of this technology we got starting after World War II, much of it is from these negative uh, entities uh, with a very dark pass of control. Of, of because the reptilians look at humans as cattle to eat, to live off the adrenalchrome to actually eat us Um, and um, people should realize that. I mean Eisenhower, um, he was a great leader during World War II but they threatened him and I think he made clearly the wrong decision. I've talked to him about this numerous times on the other side. He is still unwilling to admit his mistake. Um, There's a lot so I wish he would, but he's afraid to admit his mistake because then he'd have to pay for it karmically, for all the six million people who were who were uh, taken off planet, eaten, put in slavery, um, much like Hitler's um killing of the six million Jews or nine million Jews, um, Hitler's ha- has had to um go over and experience every single person that was killed by the Nazis. Eisenhower would have to have that same kind of karmic payback but he's unwilling to do so uh, so far. It's up to his free will choice. But anyway that's a little bit of a background as to what's going on. It didn't come from a benevolent source and actually six months before the reptilians came, the Pleiadians came and offered us to help us get rid of all diseases on the planet. And become a truly benevolent kind civilization but they wanted us to get rid of this nuclear technology once we weren't supposed to have uh, Richard um, um, Richard Nixon um, didn't want to do it because um, he was uh um, he, he, he had a lot of doctor friends and big pharma friends who were making a lot of money off diseases on the planet and the Joint Chiefs of Staff, including Curtis LeMay, famous World War II general, loved the weapons and he said, well, if you can't offer us weapons, we don't want anything to do with you. So, um, for his part, when he first met the uh, Pladeans, uh Eisenhower did like the Pleiadians, but unfortunately, he, he made a mistake. I think, in my opinion, and he's it's caused us nothing but problems since that time, and now we're seeing the outgrowths of all this now with AI and God knows what I mean, you know it was it was all of the humans on this planet standing up in the late eighties and early nineties that stopped us on a path that could have led to a nuclear war and destruction of this entire entire planet that would have fit into the larger reptilian agenda because if we did destroy ourselves through a nuclear war. The, rep, the negative entities like the reptilians have the technology to clean up all the radiation on the planet and they would have a planet that they they want. They want this earth. They want to kill us all and take it over and have it part of their, quote, uh, empire. But um, it is the destiny of this planet to ascend. It's the destiny of humans on this planet to ascend into the higher dimensions and become a truly happy and loving planet. And The message is not only for the positives here, but also negatives as well as as to how we can all live around, live in, in the same planet in a peaceful way. This was John Lennon's message, uh, living as one many years ago, you know, before he was killed too. <laughs> it's like, John F. Kennedy, I mean, all Robert F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, all these people, um, Jimmy Carter, they killed Jimmy Carter, and replaced him with a clone. I mean, one thing after another, Biden's been dead the last two years. I mean, it's just when people people going to wake up? I don't know, but Ted, you you
2: must be familiar with Mae Brussel and and all of her conspiracy research.
0: Do you do you know about? No, but I'll write it down and I'll check her out. Sure. Oh, go ahead. Oh, there
2: there was a woman. She's she's now moved on. Her name is May M A E Brussel, as in Brussels sprouts. Okay. She, she was the first conspiracy theory debunker in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. She, she was the granddaughter of I. Magnon, the, the man that, that uh, started the I. Magnum department stores. And she devoted her complete adult life to debunking all of the theories and all of the conspiracies. Her favorite was JFK's assassination she she started there and she went from from the 60s until her death i believe in the in the either the late 1980s or early 1990s and she was the trailblazer for conspiracy theory introduction to investigative journalism she was she was an amazing person she she was the the beginning of the process of let's stop listening to what we've been told look a little bit more deeply look under the rug and really see what happened and you will be amazed looking at her life she she was such a shining figure in in what's coming true now well, it, it, she was, in, she was incredible.
1: So people well, thank like, you. people like the woman that Cullen is describing, use their minds as well as their heart. They have mm-hmm. cognition. They have critical thinking. People who surrender and let AI do it, lose their critical thinking abilities. So wow. therefore, they'd also lose their ability to discern whether this is resident or whether this is harmful. So my concern is, even though we are all here on this show giving warnings to be discerning, if people are so willing to give up their critical thinking, how can they discern what is good and what is not? It's a real problem.
0: Right, right, right. I think there's a real split going on between the planet, between those who want to ascend into a new Earth, and those who don't and um it's a free will planet so people don't want to ascend if they want to um be controlled by other entities uh, that's their choice um but they won't be allowed to stay here the planet itself is moving on to the higher dimensions and as as i've as i've gotten messages from gaia earth that um it's all it's all free will she doesn't want the negatives here anymore she wants them gone um because there's been enough destruction there's been enough abuse She's tired of the pollution. She's tired of getting abused. She's tired of waiting for humanity to join her in this ascension process. So um, I don't blame Earth for Mother Earth for, for moving on. She started to move on back in uh, September 2016 when the Schumann uh, residents doubled on this planet from 7.8 Hertz to 13.8 Hertz. Schumann residents, for those who don't know what it is, it's after a, a German scientist in the 19th century discovered that the planet Earth has a certain frequency, and and it's going much much it's going higher and higher and higher. And as it goes higher, um, um, we will we are ascending into the into the higher dimensions, which is good, which is what we're supposed to do. If President Kennedy hadn't been murdered back in the '60s by Lyndon Baines Johnson, the FBI, and the CIA, we would have been in the fifth dimension um, many years ago. But you know he was, so it's it's unfortunate, but. It is the destiny of this planet, according to my good friend, President Kennedy, that we ascend into the higher dimensions. And I know it's just a matter of time before we do. So we all have to work hard and uh, make the right choices. And trust your heart mind, not your logical mind, but your heart mind. And know that there's a lot of uh, negative entities out there who do want to take us over and and not give us our freedom. And Ted, have you
1: seen the last... 10 days,
0: have you noticed? Hi. Yeah, the last 10 days? In the last
1: 10 days, have you noticed that there have been blackouts on the Schumann Resonance? It's been so high that it will not even register on the charts.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. No, wow. Three
1: days at a time. In the last 10 days, there have been two episodes where the Schumann Resonance has been so high and blacked out. At the same time, the KP Index, which registers... The um, solar radiation and the cosmic rays that are coming into the planet has Uh topped out at eight, which it has never done before. Normal range for life on this planet is two or three. If it goes below two, we struggle. If it goes above three, we struggle. The top number is nine. It went all the way over eight last week for an entire 24-hour period.
0: Wow, that's amazing
1: light pouring in we've got frequencies going up we are part of the ascension process if we want to be and right. those don't as you said they're going to go somewhere else
0: right exactly i know the coffee's tasting better and um <laughs> <laughs> last week i was out at the ocean and it's getting easier and easier for me to talk to the mermaids and mermen i walk out into the surf here in washington state and I often, last, last week I actually saw them, there were about 20 in a pod, and they were at a breaker about a half mile, a mile off the shore, and I could see them bobbing up and down. They were wave actually waving to me. <laughs> it's amazing. But they said that we, we um, the, the, the lesson that they said um, to learn is that uh, many, many individuals are repeating the same mistakes they did during Atlantis, mixing genes between humans and thing, what they call things, because things and that's what the whole SHOT program was about. I mean a lot of the newborn babies born of parents who've taken the SHOT are actually, uh, some of them are half amphibian, half frog. Um, there's been cases in, uh, documented in India where people have been born with the frog head and the rest human body. I mean horrible. Half dog, half octopus, uh, but that's the same thing I was done during the Atlantean period. It's like they're treating us like cattle. But we have to all be careful of what's going on and not just, um, not just uh, assume that a government has our best interest in heart because they don't, you know, or a big corporations for that matter. That's one of the big lessons learned, I think, this time. So,
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Ted, on a, on a recent interview, I was asked, what, what would you change in human history or the history of the earth if you had the chance to change something that would really make a difference. And I didn't have to think for more than one second. I think I surprised the interviewer. I said, we should never have invented the computer chip. And there was a long silence. The The interviewer didn't know what to say back to me. Right, And I said, What would have happened? How would our technology be different? How would we be more advanced? How would we be more humane? How would we be different if the computer chip had never been invented? Can you imagine how we would have developed in other ways? We we would have designed other systems. We would have developed and evolved in probably a much more benevolent, much more humanistic design if we had not invented the computer chip. My secondary answer Mm -hmm. was we should have never split the atom. That was a mistake. So can all of your listeners imagine what the world would be like if we hadn't created the atom bomb that you mentioned a few moments ago? And we hadn't created the computer chip that is involved in all of these devices that we're now deciding maybe aren't that good for us
0: let me tell you let me tell you a little bit of human history that people most people don't realize in 1934 um fdr president roosevelt signed an agreement with the with the greys and the reptilians when he was in panama um, for uh, for a technological uh, for an agreement with him to share technology and um, one of the things he shared, um, and Albert, uh, Professor Einstein's told me about this, is that the reptilians the natives gave us nuclear technology. We didn't invent it, we were given the technology. The Germans signed an agreement, Hitler signed an agreement with the reptilians in 1936 in Germany. And they're the ones also given the te- uh, were also given nuclear uh, technology. And then the Germans gave it to the Japanese. So they all invented the t- nuclear bomb at pretty much the same time. And it was given to us because they wanted us to kill ourselves and blow ourselves up. And we did that before during the Atlantis. They wanted us to kill our, and blow it up, blow ourselves up again, because then they would take over the planet. Because it's very, the technology to clean up radiation is very simple. And um, it was invented about 50, at least 52,000 years ago. Um, the Pleiadians actually had a um, a civil war, 60, what was it, 54 thousand years ago around that 64 or 52 thousand years ago where they used nuclear technology and they a lot of people 64 million people died during that civil conflict and they used nuclear war and that's why they've out, outlawed it ever since you know they don't want us to go through that horrible um conflict again and with a lot of people dying just to learn a lesson we're hope they're hoping that we can learn and save ourselves the trouble I hope we can, well, <laughs> you know. Well, that, that's a pretty
2: important statement. Our our Pleiadian friends, Larkma, tell us that they subscribe to the universal law that they cannot change human destiny. Mm-hmm. Because this is a planet of choice, we have to make up our own choices responsibly. However, they do tell us at the same time, there's one thing that they will not allow. Mm-hmm. And it, this is sanctioned by universal cosmic law. They will not allow us to blow the planet up again with thermonuclear weapons. They will not allow someone to push the button. And we can tell you in public gatherings that we have been involved with around the world, bringing our friends' wisdom to the public, sometimes they will leave a, a symposium, a lecture hall. They will say, excuse us, we must leave there's something more important we must attend to. They will be gone for a few seconds, maybe a minute. They will gracefully come back and say, we had to prevent some idiotic government person, general or president from pushing the button. So they will not allow us to repeat that ridiculous mistake again. However, they won't help us win the lottery. They won't, help us, they won't help us go to Las Vegas and win the slots. They won't help us become more beautiful. The only thing they will do to change human destiny is prevent nuclear holocaust.
0: Mm-hmm. In any extinction-leveled event, they will step in and stop it from happening. I, and that could that include the shop program too because I was told um uh, a couple of years ago that the the whole shop program was created as a way to kill off much much of humanity and they actually sent in special forces to um to alter um i'm I'm speaking carefully because of the censorship um but to alter the program so it wouldn't be as deadly as it as it was, as it could have been, which is good you know. Um, But um, we are getting help. And if people want help, they can simply ask for it. They're not going to step in automatically and help us because you have to ask for it. It's a free will planet. Right. So um, that's that's one thing people, you know, have to have to remember. Um, They um, we we many of us are from the Pleiades here as well as other civilizations and they've been through this down this road before and they don't want us to repeat those same mistakes. So.
2: absolutely they they tell us that one of the reasons that they love us and that they support us is they went through their own evolutionary process somewhat like ours, but different in in many ways right and they simply do not want us to have to suffer through what they had to suffer through in their evolved mission to get to the place where they are now so mm-hmm. They are very stalwart. They are very positive about that support that you're speaking of. And it's not just the Pleiadians. There is so much help from so many star societies. We right. could we could mention so many, Arcturian, Andromedan, right. Syrian. There are many, many, many groups that, right. that have so many ships hovering over this planet. They're almost bumping into each other. There are so many.
0: I, I was at Mount Shasta last year, and I have a night vision goggles. They're they're binoculars, <laughs> and I looked up in the sky. Oh my God! I had a air mattress. I slipped out for the night, and it was like a it was like a rush hour in Los Angeles. That it was like It was like going everywhere, and I thought, Oh my God, they're going to hit, and they didn't hit. Managed they managed to but they were everywhere up there, and I could see them all the time. Actually, I look up here, and I see the ships all the time too for that matter we and... do we, we, we do too we see them
2: we, we yeah. love we love going outside at night and the minute we step out of the house into the dark we will notice some kind of movement and if and if we watch that that minute little movement we realize that they're signaling us either with a blinking light or a a a change of of Trajectory, or whatever it is that they're showing us, yes, we're here. Yes, we want you to see us. Yes, we want to communicate.
0: Right, right. I go up on board the ship, the mothership, all the time. And Admiral Hallow's horse has actually given me quarters up there. So when I get tired down here, I just go up there. I go in the astral plane, and it's fun. You know, it's nice to, uh, nice to go up there. It's nice to have friends up there. So, but well,
2: that, that's a really good point, Ted we hear many, many stories from people saying that they actually go within their physical bodies to light ships. And Mm -hmm. P and I have to cock our heads when we hear stories like this because we visit ships, but we only visit ships through our etheric abilities, not not our physical abilities. We were told decades ago by Larkma and others that our physical bodies cannot handle the extreme refined vibration Mm -hmm. that they live in and that taking our bodies simply would not work. So we have to chuckle with all these stories about people saying, I was on a ship, I did this, I did that. We like to believe what people say, but from our personal experience and just-
1: And just what you said. What you
2: just shared, you we know. believe it's our etheric bodies that experience this, not our physical bodies.
0: That's absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. I go up in the in the etheric bodies, the astral plane, but it's safer. You know, there's still negatives on this planet, and if if uh, the Pleiadians or other benevolent um, benevolence came down, I mean, they could get shot down, get harmed. So forget it. You know, there's they have to be careful as well. You know, so absolutely. Um, you know. But um, but we're all driven by a labor of love, a labor of love on this planet, and to do the kind of work we do, and it's I think it's having an effect. I I know it is, matter of fact. So it
2: it is indeed every yeah. everything we do that we create positively through personal responsibility, making yeah. making choices for the highest good of all that, mm-hmm. that that are of no harm to anyone, any being. From any kingdom, any star system, Mm -hmm. every time we make a, a responsible choice, that ripples out and affects everyone, not only here on planet Earth, humans, trees, animals, it ripples out into the cosmos and affects everyone else. That's why we're being watched benevolently by so many other beings. They know that the choices we make here on Earth, what we end up doing in our evolutionary process... Is going to affect everyone else cosmically.
0: That's right. That's right. And they're listening right now. By the way, you
4: know, yes.
0: The the signal is being beamed up uh, aboard the mothership, which is in turn being back to uh, Alc- uh, What's it called? Alcon, Alcyon, the main base yes. and the Pleiadians, yes. and it's also being beamed to the Galactic Alliance, and that's being in turn transmitted to millions of other civilizations because they they do want to know what's what's going on. Um, and I think they're tired of watching CNN. Personally, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. Too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Well, so, would you
1: like would you like to ask Larkma a few questions tonight?
0: I'd I'd love to, especially the the lotto numbers for Monday, if that's okay. And <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> let's sure. let's let's connect you with Larkma. <laughs> and Ask him whatever you want. Okay, and thank you. They probably have a few things to say. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hello dear one. We are Larkma. Please give us your heart song. That is how you call yourself in your own voice.
0: Uh my name's Ted and uh Nice to have you here, Larkman. It's such it was such a pleasure to to have you with uh, today. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Ted, for inviting Pia and Cullen and us. We are pleased with your topic of discussion this evening, this morning, wherever you are on the planet. We are pleased with your topic of discussion because you're talking about a very, very important thing. You, Ted, said a moment ago that you believe there is a great split happening on this planet of choice. Indeed, there is a split happening, which we call the great split. It is the split between those who wish to ascend with the planet by moving into a higher vibratory form and those who wish to release all responsibility, all control, all ability to think or create and allow artificial intelligence to take over everything which in our opinion is the path of death. It is a path where you will not be who you are. You will be taken over until you exist no longer. One of the greatest things that we see about this split is in alignment with the false prophets and information you're talking about that is false information. There is a difference between the metaverse and the multiverse, We and other interstellar friends bring you great information about the multiverse and the many dimensions that you are able to access. Those on your planet who are trying to gain control and who are enforcing artificial intelligence and telling you false things about what it will do and what it is capable of, they are promoting what is called the metaverse, where you can align with what they call your Oh, they have several names for it, but they're talking about yourself that is not your real self. It is your self that you create that is not really human at all. It is all in your head. There are movies about that self. We cannot come up with the term at the moment, but we think you know and your listeners know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They are using this to help people escape from the pain and misery of their lives instead of encouraging people, as we are, to do the work and take the responsibility that is necessary in order to make the choice to evolve. So the split between the metaverse and the multiverse is clearly defined. Those who want artificial intelligence and those who want nature and alignment with the cosmos and higher evolutionary processes. That's the split that is occurring. Now, the curious thing to us is how humans can not realize what is the essential co-creative principle for life on this planet and actually a co-creative principle for everything in the cosmos. That is creativity and your creative impulse. If you allow an artificial intelligence organize and do everything for you You surrender your powers of creativity therefore you lose the power to create something new something better something different and instead you surrender into allowing something other than you to take charge and you become shall we say dumbed down that's the term we like dumbed down a bit because you're no longer using your brain, your thoughts, your cognition, your heart, or your own creativity to -hmm. create something better. Mm -hmm. So we would caution you to take responsibility for moving through this time of transition and for choosing not to become, here's the word we were looking for, an avatar. Avatars are not any part of the multiverse. Avatars are a made-up term aligned with an imaginary realm of the metaverse, where your mind puts out an image that has no bearing on nature or your true self. So therefore, we would encourage you to think carefully and feel carefully about the choices you are making. Mm -hmm. We heard you say, Ted, that there can be positive uses of artificial intelligence. All technology has positive uses as well as negative uses on your planet. Mm -hmm. But most technology on your planet comes from, as you have been discussing, dark sources. So therefore, finding the benefit in all of the darkness does not outweigh the effect the darkness has. If you would step away from artificial intelligence, and focus all of your heart and mind on your own natural alignment with source and the cosmos, you could join us in enjoying a technology that is far above the artificial intelligence that you are seeking, far above the technology that you believe is going to make your life easier and do everything for you so you don't have to lift a finger or a brain cell to accomplish what you want. This great split is causing a divide between those who have chosen to join with nature and cosmic forces and ascend into a higher vibratory state of consciousness and those who have chosen to surrender their life by allowing something other to take them over. That's what we wanted to comment on, but we're happy to answer whatever questions you may have.
0: Well, thank you, uh, Larkman. It's so it's so wonderful to have you here and I can feel your love and light through, you know, through this through this technology, <laughs> so to speak, I can, I can feel it and radiating around the planet. And I want to thank you so much for helping us. Um, I know you're limited. This is a planet of free will, and we have to choose, of course, um, but um, and I think many most people are making the right choices. Um, even though um, it, it does seem, it's very challenging. There's a lot of challenges going on out there. But I don't think any of their, we all, we all have to stand up stand up and create a better planet, Larkma, but I, I don't see any of the, uh, any of the negatives uh, winning uh, this battle. I, I don't, personally. Um, and I think the, the light is always stronger than the dark and they're not going to be able to stop our, our ascension.
1: We would agree with that. The light is more powerful because it is full of love, and love is the strongest force in the universe. Nevertheless, there is a battle, and in battle there are what you call casualties, a term we don't understand at all because there's nothing casual about losing a life. However, we will use your human terminology to make our point. Anytime there is a battle, people will die, and people will lose their evolutionary process by making choices that are not in alignment with their highest self. So, yes, many people are awakening. Many people are allowing the light to change them, are contributing through their own creative forces, and are doing what they can to make a difference. That is true. And there are many who are still asleep, who are still choosing in this split that is occurring to want to become an avatar, to join the metaverse, to surrender right. any responsibility to the artificial intelligence that is being created. There was a photograph that we saw today of the Dalai Lama and a group of Buddhist monks bowing to an artificial intelligence who'd been put into a temple as the most supreme force connected with source. Really? We to shake our heads at that. How wow. can any group agree at that level that artificial intelligence is higher than divine connection with Source, which mm. lives in each and every human heart.
0: Wow, I hadn't realized that. That's that's that's. Uh, I'm saddened to hear that. There are rumors that um, I did respect the Dalai Lama before, but I didn't really know him. He talks about compassion, uh, a lot of good subjects. But he, there has been rumors that um he does some dark things i'm not going to mention on the air but um it's it's too bad um um hmm.
1: we will just say this not in reference to the dalai lama per se but in reference to dark things Anyone who is still killing for their food and taking the life of another sentient being has some darkness that needs to be overcome and Mm -hmm. that will cloud their discernment and their decisions about what they do on every other level. This planet was always intended to be a peaceful kingdom, a place where the plants of the planet provided everything that is needed for life, both Mm -hmm. for humans and for animals. Mm -hmm. The crossover into the survival of the fittest theory came from the artificial implantation of fear on this planet mm. and a changing of the dynamics between kingdoms and many humans have followed the doctrine that they must kill for their food because they are still in alignment with this agenda of fear As you move away from that agenda of fear and you no longer kill for food, but instead you take the gifts of the plant kingdom, your consciousness automatically expands and grows. Your creativity blossoms and you make evolutionary leaps that you have never thought possible before. Mm -hmm. So when you're listening to any particular prophet, any particular religious leader, any particular human at all, you might want to ask what they eat for dinner. You might want to look a little deeper than the public image and the pretty words they use to get people's attention.
0: Interesting, interesting. What do you, uh, Larkma? Uh, what do you, what do you make of this, this push to put the shots in everything? They're putting it in chickens, cows, and pigs now. They're putting it. their future plans to put it into plants. Um, I. I I'm kind of using cryptic cryptic words because of the censorship, um, but uh, it seems like they're getting very desperate to, to put the shots in everybody and everything.
1: They want the material and everything, that's certain. However, they will get it into the plant kingdom last, if at all. We don't feel it will actually be available to the plant kingdom because the plants have a very strong rejecting energy within them. And they're not as focused on the plant-eating people. People who eat plants, rather. We said that backwards. (laughs) (laughs) The people who eat plants are a minority at this time on the planet. So Mm -hmm. in order to achieve their agenda, they are actually focusing on putting it in the animals because people are still killing the animals for food. That will achieve their purposes more quickly. Does that make sense to you?
0: That makes sense, yeah. And I've even seen a videos of, of chickens that have gotten the, the shots. And the chickens, the meat is still alive yes. after the chickens killed. I mean, it's just weird. So if people eat that, then they're going to get that into their bodies and turn into like Frankensteins.
1: Well, people <laughs> need to wake up and take responsibility for their choices. And right. if they do not, they will slowly but surely surrender everything that makes them individuals into an artificial intelligence governed slave.
0: Interesting. Now Mother Earth doesn't want them there, does she? And so would these would these entities, these people um leave the planet then and go off to another path?
1: Well, they don't leave on their own, but they will be under circumstances that they will be transported off there will be circumstances where this does not happen in the great split there will be what appears to be an earth that has been completely annihilated no life allowed people will still believe that they are on earth at the same time happening synchronistically the ascended earth will be rising into higher and higher vibrations And those who wish to ascend with the earth and are making more conscious choices will begin to discern and see the split that is happening. And they will know as they move into higher vibratory levels that they are moving into a lighter, more crystalline-filled form and going with the earth as she becomes the new earth, as it is called.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow, fascinating. Just fascinating. Um, I hope you don't mind me asking this question, and I know that um, every the history of every planet is a little different, but was there a phase many, many thousands of years ago where the where the Plydeans also ate meat as well and they had to go through a, like a, a waking process to get away from it, to go to a plant-based? I'm just curious what, what, what that history was like.
1: It's definitely had to go through an awakening process, but the idea of eating meat is confined to this planet not to the Pleiadian star system.
4: Interesting. That's
1: something that was injected with the fear on this planet to cause I you to see. start killing one another by mm-hmm. killing from the animals. Watching mm-hmm. the animals kill each other and then deciding you needed to do that too was part of having fear injected into your species. That's not something that was true in the Pleiades. But we did go through our own awakening process, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, fascinating. Fascinating. If um if 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 you ran into an earthling um today and they asked, Well, what can I do? I'm only one person to create a better world, what would you tell them? I hope you don't mind me asking that question. I often get that question.
1: That's a lovely question. We would say the best thing that you can do to help the world is to clear out any false beliefs clear out any shadows of trauma or pain or anything that is dysfunctional within you so by clearing these things out, you allow your light to shine more brightly. And when your light shines more brightly, it connects with others who are doing the same work. And there is a brighter light all over the planet. So the one thing that you can do as an individual is the most important thing that can be done. Clear your shadows, Get rid of your dysfunctional beliefs, change your bad habits of behavior, make responsible choices, and create more light within yourself so it may radiate out to others and to the world.
0: Well, that that sounds great. That's great advice. Thank you. And also, what I tell people too, Larkma, is to trust your always trust your heart mind, not your logical mind, because yes, the logical mind. Feeds you into the old third dimensional way of doing things, but the heart mind ties you into God in the higher spiritual realms.
1: And tied in with the earlier topic of false prophets and people who are not telling the truth, we mm-hmm. always tell people don't believe us, trust in your heart. Your heart right. has all the wisdom. Listen to our perspective, and if it resonates with you, then you can decide it is true. But we give this advice. To help people recognize they should not believe everything they hear. Just because some being that's supposed to be a guru, a spiritual master, or an interstellar friend says something does not necessarily make what they say be the truth. Right. Listen with your heart. This is why we tell people, don't believe us. Trust your own heart. Right. We're here to help empower you to do that.
0: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, the old saying goes on Earth here is is uh, uh, don't believe everything you read in the newspapers, I guess. Um,
1: (laughs) That's a good way to say it. Yes.
0: (laughs) But um, there's another old 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 saying here in the West, uh, Western U.S. It says you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. In other words, you can show them the way, but it's up to their choice to 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 make the right choices for themselves. So
1: and that is how you teach by example. When others, people see that you are moving beyond your own stressors, your mm-hmm. own pain or difficulties or challenges, and mm-hmm. you are still being of service and you are in joy as you do your service, when they can see that energy about you, they want to be that way too. So you are teaching by example without telling them that they're right or they're wrong. You're just showing them a higher way and helping them by their being able to witness how you succeed.
0: Ten years ago, I want to mention, I think this is important. Ten years ago, I got the message from my angels to start my radio show and start writing books, so I did. But many people I've run into since that time, um, uh, uh, Larkma, is that uh, they're waiting for the RV. They're waiting for this currency re 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 for all this money to come in suddenly before they can do any so-called humanitarian projects. And I wish them well for their sake, but I think it's silly for them to wait on doing good for the planet and go, doing good for human society by waiting till a whole bunch of money comes in which you when I think you can just do it we're powerful spiritual beings we can create a better world right now without waiting for um, the charlatans the false prophets who say to wait for a whole bunch of money to come in because all that does is, is stop you from fulfilling your life purpose.
1: That money will never arrive that money is promised to keep people from taking action because there Interesting. is... Interesting. There is no future. There is only the now moment. If you don't act in the now moment, there will never be a future. So waiting on something to arrive in the future that has been promised to you is another way of just holding on to surrendering your own creative power. So you are correct. They are making a choice that is not empowered. They are making a choice that is aligned with surrendering to someone else taking control of their lives.
3: You
0: know something, you just answered a question I've had for many years, because there are people who say that if you go through them, they can have uh, humanitarian, so-called humanitarian projects to make the world a better place. And I've talked to people like that before, and I said, why don't you just start now? And they'll come back at me and say, well, I don't have any money. And I said, you don't need any money. Really, you need you need you need to um, ask for help. You can create it on your own. I started my radio show with the advice of of uh, angels. I had nothing, and they told me to make it donation based, so I did nonprofit, and so that's been broadcasting ever since. So you need the drive, and you need to make just the right choices. You can do anything. We're all powerful spiritual beings, and we don't that's... need the RV to to do what we need to do to make this planet a better place.
1: You are exactly right. And you also will need to take at this point in this moment, you'll also need to take a position of responsibility of disassociating from those who are attached to artificial intelligence in a larger way, because it will impact and affect what you're trying to do. So that's a choice of responsibility that also needs to be considered by all of those who are trying to make an individual difference one person at a time, one group at a time, however you are doing it. Band mm-hmm. together in your humanness, aligned with your connection to source, aligned with nature, and anything you can do to step away from artificial intelligence is encouraged.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. People who've taken the SHOT program, I've seen the photographs um, of the blood samples, and they actually have um, chips in them that come together and they actually control their personalities. People have said that they control their personalities, that they lose their souls, they become like robots in a way. And I don't want that kind of future. God, I don't see how anybody could. But there are people out there choosing that path.
1: There are people who will make that choice and they've already made the choice and they're already on their way to losing control of everything. We're encouraging the parallel choice the choice of the multiverse, the choice of empowerment and the happiness that you can attain by being of true service to the universe. That's Mm -hmm. what we are encouraging. Mm
4: -hmm. We will
1: end on this note now and tell you thank you for this conversation and we support what you are doing to bring more light and wisdom into the world. We thank you for the service you offer and we love you, but always.
0: Thank you, LARPA. Much love to you and your friends. Oh, I forgot. I was going to ask about the lotto numbers for Monday.
1: Damn. Well, (laughs) next time. I think the lotto numbers are 99999. Harmony, harmony, (laughs) harmony, harmony, harmony. harmony.
0: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. On a good note, I'm told, um, I was told months ago that next month things are going to get better.
1: That would be wonderful.
0: That's what what I've heard.
1: Yeah, I know we have to get through this eclipse season. The eclipse that's coming up next week, which will be the tail end of the whole eclipse season, which is two weeks long. It's supposed to be a very potent eclipse. And I think we have to get through that before things start vibrationally going up.
0: Interesting. Uh, does that coincide with um, uh, Mercury retrograde?
1: It's within Mercury retrograde period this year, yes. I Not see. Always, this year, definitely.
0: What a double whammy.
1: <laughs> they are total eclipses. We have a total solar eclipse and this is a total lunar eclipse. So they are deep opportunities to go in and clear out the shadows and come back in a renewed and regenerated way.
0: We, I see.
2: That we have the opportunity through both of these eclipses to actually rid ourselves personally, individually, and collectively to get rid of all the old paradigm junk that that has never worked, but that we've been talked into believing would work for us. This opportunity in this eclipse season is making it absolutely possible to get rid of the old and usher in the new. And I think in the next couple of weeks, we are going to see a very big change energetically.
1: The lunar eclipse is next Friday and it's a really good time to set aside and just go inward and figure out what you need to do in your own life to become more light-filled.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Um, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but there's a few things I'd love to talk to you, um, but uh, not on the air. Um, but uh, perhaps we could talk soon, sometime. I'll send you an email to see.
1: We would like that. Sure. We we pro-
0: not, that. Not a long time. Just wanted to catch up on the lotto numbers, certain things like that. So, <laughs> okay. so um, we-
2: important things
0: yeah all right well i can feel the energy is actually getting better and they do feel better actually they Um, are they are
2: but but let's let's not lose sight of in any growth process in any any birthing process we are going to experience chaos we are going to experience somewhat of a, a a bit of a more of a rocky road so it's not going to be only bliss and only a walk in the park. We we are going to have ups and downs. We are going to have challenges, but overall things are going to lighten up. Surely compared to the past five years, what since about 2018, we've gone through such turmoil, such chaos. Yeah, I know. Such adversity in the next six to maybe 18 months, things will lighten up. They will change for a much more positive outlook.
0: That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I think people, people want it, you know. They're yes. tired of all this negative stuff going on, you know. Um, and I, I know it's coming. That's what I was told. It It, it is coming. Um, the vibrations are getting higher too. Um, yeah, yeah, the Absolutely. vibrations. Absolutely. absolutely yeah
2: that's and that's partially because more and more people are actually waking up their Mm -hmm. their individual understanding of of what's really been going on behind the scenes is helping everyone lighten the load so Mm -hmm. as more and more people wake up we're going to see a higher and higher vibratory quality of life
0: interesting Interesting. I think there's going to come a time soon where the negatives will become mostly irrelevant. I think. I'm not sure, but
1: we think so too.
2: Yeah, you, we can yeah. we can see by by their determination to pull every trick out of the hat.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: These days, they're desperate. They are yeah. absolutely desperately looking for ways to continue to do the control that they've done for so many generations. <laughs> And obviously, it's no longer working. So they're they're going to continue to to try to control as much as they can. But it's 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 evident, it's obvious, it's not working any longer.
0: Well, there are those who've gone who want to go that path actually, and they don't want to become part of the mm-hmm. new Earth. And I wish them well. It's their free choice. Mm-hmm. But Mother Earth doesn't want them around anymore. So they'll leave voluntarily or involuntarily and um,
2: and they will they will eventually get to where we're all going it's just that they've chosen the slow boat or the slow train they're they're not not going to arrive right where we're all going to arrive exactly at the same time. But it's not a competition, it's not a contest. Eventually, we will all get to where we need to be. It's just that those who are aligning with the dark, those who are still wanting to be in control are gonna take a little bit of a circuitous route to get to the rest of us where we will be.
0: Have you heard of the Sasani? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they have an interesting history for my, for my um, listeners. Um, They were at once human. Um, They went, they took the path of control and surrendering to AI and uh, through the grays and but then they realized that they regretted their choices and wanted to become human again with a tie into God. And the Sasani that I've met up on the mothership, they're 80% human and 20% grays. And they're slowly becoming more and more human and they have a exchange program with the Pleiadians, where they spend time on each other's ships. So they're learning how to become human again. But many of them were on this timeline now who've taken the shots and they became AI, but then they regretted their decisions later and made that conscious choice to to go back to being human with actually a, a tie in to God. It's fascinating really. Um, well
2: yeah. that that shows us that we have the ability to to metamorphize right. from some bad decisions back into a a more unified, a more whole, a more pure um, form. So yes, right. it, it is absolutely possible.
0: Right, right. Well, that happy meal that I ate thirty years ago, I wouldn't eat it now. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> absolutely. So. Great fun today. And we're, it's been an important show. And we've discussed a lot of really important stuff. Absolutely. Thank you you for bringing these issues to the forefront for us to have this magnificent conversation. Thank you for being a good radio host. Thank you for the connection.
0: Oh, my, my pleasure. I still have 25 emails that have come in about the lottery numbers for Monday, but (laughs) I'm just going to say they're going to have to wait. (laughs) So, but I'll send you a little. I'll send you a little email after this show today. Would love to talk to you. Not long, 10, 15 minutes. Just a couple of things I'd rather discuss off the air. Um, anyway. we'll okay,
2: we'll fit you. We'll fit you into our schedule at a later time.
0: All right, great. All right, my friends. So nice to have you both today. Have a beautiful day, and thank you for sharing your wisdom. I want to thank Larkman, my Pleiadian friends, for all their love and light as well. They're helping us as much as they can within the parameters of free will. Yep. So they have they can't direct directly interfere. Um but anyway. All right. Well, much love to both of you. Thanks so much for coming on today. This has been a lot All of right.
2: fun. We keep you in our hearts always, Ted.
0: Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So, um we'll say
2: we'll say bye-bye for now.
0: All right, my friends. Till the next time. I'll will we'll set up another time too. I'll send you an email, so. Okay.
3: All
0: okay. Right. All right. Take care, my friends. Much love. Bye bye bye. Those are my friends, uh, P and and, uh, and Cullen. Always and Larkma. So much fun to have them on today. I always learn something new, and I certainly learned something uh, new today as well. Uh, we ran a little late, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll get it in. Um, I was supposed to. I'm I'm going to have a, just a short segment now on Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta. I've been going there every year since um, I believe 2015 or 16 for the past, um, my goodness, um, eight years or so. And um, uh, when I go, um, I, I always uh, talk to Adama and the people of Telos and the, my Pleiadian friends and Admiral Halosaurus as well. And um, people during the last, uh, many, many miracles have, have happened there, miracle healings. Uh, people have been cured of, of uh, or healed of, uh, uh, of their eyesight, restored their eyesight, restored their hearing. Um, um uh, they've been able to get help with Lyme disease, um, diperticulitis, um, all all kinds of different things. But also in a spiritual sense, too. Let's say you had some some um some problems from from when you were growing up, maybe you were abused, um, and you never got the healing you needed to help heal that. They'll they'll help you with that. But um I'm mentioning this now because um, I am going back to uh, Mount Shasta this summer at the end of June, at the end of August and if you want to come uh, just uh, just let me know. Just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or I've got a ProtonMail account uh, the, it's uh, outofthisworldradio uh, it? out at protonmail.com. Either one works fine and um, and you're welcome to come along. Uh, it's um, um, there's, uh, but it, you have to be a positive high vibration to come along. If you have doubts, um, th- don't come because um, the doubts can stop you from from getting a healing and if you want to go to get yourself some spiritual enlightenment, maybe get a healing of some uh, some sort, um, you have to have the right attitude because your negativity can stop you from getting, getting a healing as well. But I hope you, you can all come. Uh, last year we had quite a bit of problem with threats on my life um, from a three-letter agency, and um, I, I'm not going to go into all everything that happened. But nowadays, I'm, I'm very careful. And um, so, uh, everyone who wants to go on the trip, just uh, send me an email to outofthisworld gmail.com, And um, if you are negative, if you are part of a three-letter agency, uh, you will not be able, you will not be allowed to come because I do read your minds. I've been doing uh, psychic readings for uh, for almost 30 years now, and I'm very accurate, and I can tell who's good and who's bad. I also get help from Adama and the Telosians, as well as my Pledean friends, and they let me too if someone is a negative, uh, negative entity who should not come on the trip. We're, we go to sacred areas where um, it's like the living room of Adama uh, and the uh, sacred areas of the Pledeans, and uh, we don't... Um, just if you if you want to come, you have to be of, of highest vibrations. But it's a beautiful place. We often see the um, the Sasquatch there as well, um, or they like to be called Squatch. And um, oh, my friend Judy Kelly's here. How nice! Well, if you'd like to go, just go. Uh, send me an email, or you can find out more information at outofthisworldreadings um, dot, dot com. But I hope you can all come. It's a beautiful place. Um, registration is limited. I only take a limited small group of people up there. So, if you want to come, let me know as soon as possible. Um, and uh, I hope you, I hope you've enjoyed this segment of the program. But now, I have my good friend Judy Kelly. She's a uh, 62 seconds early but I think I'll let her on (laughs) and uh, she's a fabulous psychic she's been in touch with the other side for gosh I don't remember now it's been a while she's 60 70 maybe a thousand years I'm not sure Um, but she's been in touch with the other side for many many years and the the fun thing is about Judy is that you never know who's going to come through that door um it's um it's like the old show back in the 50s what's my line you didn't know who was coming through the door well with judy you don't know who's coming through the door uh when when she channels uh these these beautiful spirits but anyway judy hi so nice to have you here today how are you doing my friend
5: (laughs) well you can call me speedy Um, gonzalez i'm doing very well and i was quite delighted because this morning king tut came in oh really Okay. Yeah, he started sharing with me what his message was. So if it's okay with you, I'd like to share what okay. that message is.
0: Okay, that's great. That's great. Uh, first off, let me let me do this real quick. Uh, Judy, what's your website, please? And um, so people could, before I forget, you.
5: they could contact you. you. It's J-U-D-Y-C-A-L-I, Judy Callie three, well, hang on just a minute. It's JudyCalley.com.
0: Okay, well, that's difficult to, to remember, to get but
5: li I know. I how how complicated like, could I get? So, like eight letters, people
0: have to remember. <laughs> God, that's a lot to ask. I know. But we'll repeat it at the end.
5: <laughs> so it's wonderful to see you. Look great, by the way, oh, Ted. Well, thank you. Thank you you. look younger every time I see you. So whatever you're doing, it's like I tell my dogs they get cuter every day. They must take cute pills at night while they sleep, so I think you take wellness little pills at night while you sleep, because you look
0: great. Oh, well, thank you. You're so sweet. As you spiritually advance, the aging clock actually stops and starts to reverse. So, um, I'll keep doing this um, on my spiritual advancement. When I reverse down to about four or five years old, then I'll stop, because that's that's enough.
5: Avoid the diaper stage.
0: (laughs) So, anyway, um, yeah, so, anyway, Okay, here
5: Um, we go with King Tut. Here we go. Okay,
0: great, great.
5: Anubis, as I come into this realm to share with you and to share what Judy was partly hearing this morning, my message is about purity. In the Egyptian times, that is spoken about and not spoken about and written about and not written about. There's a lot of mystery surrounding the idea of Egypt and the pyramids and the Egyptian mystery schools and everything that that includes. And every single being that is on this call has had an Egyptian life. So I'm talking to the part of you that's Egyptian. It's time to now come out of the closet. It's time to allow yourself to express yourself in truth and don't hold back anymore. You're being guided to be positioned perfectly for whatever your message is and do not care who gets it and who does not get it. This is the age of information. And everywhere you look, there's some form of communication that you're engaging in. There's a reason for this. The messages are to be heard by every soul. And Judy's prayer before she does anything like this is to connect to all the sacred hearts in the world she's here to connect to and all the sacred hearts that are here to connect to her and the perfect contacts and connections are made. And I offered this to Ted's higher self this morning as well. So you're on this call by divine appointment and you're here to have an opportunity to hear what I'm saying. And then it's your choice what part of it speaks to you. But there is some part of it that speaks to every soul on the phone. So what I'm talking about is the age of purity. And you go through every form of living as a soul. You experience everything. And many of you come from having had many, many lives in the mystery schools. And mystery schools were designed to allow the people that chose to pursue things from a deeper level to have a bigger understanding, to be able to do that. And as we would gather underneath the pyramids, underneath the temples, we would have stairways that would go down into deeper parts of the earth Mm. and many times in inner earth where we could conduct our sharings with those hearts that really wanted to be there. And this in general was not the masses. This was the beings Mm -hmm. that were pure hearted and wanted to understand and come from a place. Now, if you notice My throat is closing up. And one of the gifts I carry is I carry a special dispensation of light in my throat Mm -hmm. as a healer. What that tells me is that in this moment, the light of who is coming through me as source Mm -hmm. is touching every heart on the phone. And that light's going into your body where it's needed. So you can clear. And one of the things we've been clearing big time the last five years, six and seven years, Jesus is saying, is our ability to speak our truth. And that's part of what I started my message out with today. So a lot of you are clearing your throat chakras and clearing your heart chakras and also your chakras in your personal area that have to do with grounding you and your sense of safety and wellness. And we're speaking directly to those parts of you that are now ready to step up. You have 12 chakras in the body. You have more chakras above your head and below your feet that are associated with fifth dimension and on. And that's being activated according to an agreement by you that's been offered to your higher self by me Mm -hmm. for you for today to activate your fifth-dimensional and sixth-dimensional chakras if it is in alignment with your sacred heart and your I am presence.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So by Judy, having her throat starting to close up is my way of giving her that message that it has to do with speaking your purity and your truth. And no longer are the mystery school information hidden. At this moment, during your sleep state you are all being downloaded with permission from your higher self to activate the healing codes of the mystery schools. And this is the first time that this information is being given out. And so understand that I, King Tut, had made an agreement as King Tut from my soul level to do this at this time today on the phone with you. And through the graciousness of Tad, we were invited. And see how perfectly you were positioned to be here to hear this message. So, you may need to drink more water. You may feel more fatigued. Judy felt much more fatigued this morning. So, she did some deep breathing right before the call to activate more life force. It's something you might want to consider. Just sit quietly, breathe in through your nose. And say to yourself to take in whatever it is you choose. So let's say I breathed in through my nose and I took in more joy. And then as I breathed out, I breathed out any sadness. As I breathed in, I took in another quality that I chose to experience. And as I breathed out, I breathed out whatever I no longer chose to keep within myself. I was not. So your body knows how to do this, and it's requiring you to be in a restful state. So you may notice for this next four or five days that you may feel a little more need to close your eyes, to be Mm -hmm. conscious of where you are, and to feel the beauty of your own soul Mm -hmm. as you're now stepping into a new phase of you, where you're now going to remember the Mystery School information that's been hidden in a treasure chest in your heart, and you're the only one that has the key. Mm-hmm. And so I asked your permission, and every single one of you, I came to you on the planet that are here on the phone today a week ago, mm-hmm. and I offered to your higher selves to open the key and allow the key to open the treasure chest in the way that honors each of you individually. Mm-hmm. And so in this next seven days, If you think of me, you know it's me letting you know I'm still with you. I'm here with you. And that I'm helping you to take in and adapt to these new energies, these new light codes of your mystery school information. And if you don't quite understand what I'm talking about, you can look up mystery schools and you'll get a lot of information. These are mystery schools from all over the world in all different kinds of civilizations, in all different kinds of life experiences. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm.
5: And so it is with the deepest gratitude and respect and complete gratitude for your loyalty as light beings of love, to be here now to assist on the planet, stepping back into complete love, just like you're being guided to step back into complete love. That beauty is processing this. I can see that there is a flame of life in the center of the heart of the earth that is now flaming, and it's the lilac violet flame with gold, Mm -hmm. and it's flaming the entire planet and all life. And that's what we're offering to the I am presence of all souls in every way, shape, and form. And so my message today is from King Tut, the part of me that is known to you as King Tut, but into the awareness I'm touching, the part of you that knows your source, your everything, and as everything, you are magnificent. Mm -hmm. So this week, when you need to step back into this oneness, and you're in an experience that doesn't feel good. My suggestion to you is say to yourself, I am magnificent, always. And I'm home. And home is always in your heart of truth, in your sacred heart. And you're there the moment that you step into love. I'm King Tut, and I wish you all the best. And I thank you as we give each other a big hug for being here, showing up, and honoring our word that we all agreed to way before the pyramids and way before the awareness of Egyptian. Mm -hmm. And this is now being activated in you now. Go in peace, go in love, and celebrate glorious golden wisdom, knowledge, understanding, awareness, gifts, tools, every part of you celebrate you and i send you a heart hug from me to you take a moment and feel it
0: thank you my friend that was beautiful thank you king todd that was beautiful message and judy for for giving sharing that with us that was wonderful wow yeah
5: what an amazing we're opening all of our Mystery school information. How exciting is that?
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Wow. I think we
5: all deserve a hug. So take your arms, put them around you, and give you a hug. All right. celebrate the fact that you showed up and you listened and you're here. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. And for those souls that are not on the phone but were invited, they'll get it in their sleep state. That's saying, so don't worry. They'll get it. Good.
0: That's great. That's great.
5: Wow! <laughs> what well, a it's, fun message.
0: It's it's uh, it's evening now in in uh, in Europe. Yeah, it's getting quarter to nine, and they'll be going to sleep soon. Um, yep. So they'll get it soon. Uh, let's see. In Asia, Japan, uh, uh, Australia, they'll be. Um, it's the middle of. I guess it's it's the, it's tomorrow, so they'll get it tonight. So anyway, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's great. <laughs>
5: now Bugs Bunny's here.
0: Bugs and Bunny, Bugs interesting. Bunny. Do you want does, does he want a carrot? I, I don't have any. He
5: has a carrot.
0: Oh, he has. Okay, I was <laughs> yes. just going to offer. You know. And
5: he just, he's standing on the side of a road. It's a gold road. And he's chomping on the carrot and he's saying, what's up, Doc? And so here we go. So here's a message from Bugs Bunny. And by right. the way, all of the beings that have been presented to us as cartoon characters and story characters are alive. Because we fed them by belief. Oh, beautiful. So Bugs Bunny is a real being. Okay. And he's telling me he's in his Italian mood. And he's singing, Oh, solo mio, as he's looking at the moon he's got on this very crazy fruit hat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's standing Mm -hmm. with this scarf around his neck, very avant-garde on this golden path. (laughs) And he's strumming. It looks like some type of an instrument that's a smaller kind of a violin. Uh huh. Wow. And he's singing. So let me give you whatever his message is. Okay, great. Great. You've been presented that the road home is a long road, and it doesn't have to be. You can choose with every moment what you experience in life. And one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. And this is interesting because a dear friend of mine was having a conversation about this very subject a few minutes before I got on the phone with you. And isn't it interesting how this is now coming out? So Bugs Bunny is saying that when you understand that time is an illusion, it's created by fear. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And you know that to be true because when you're doing something that you thoroughly are engaged in, When you're being creative, when you're making something or you're laughing or you're dancing or you're singing or you're watching or like you're holding a child or playing with a puppy or you're by the ocean and you see the seagulls, whatever it is that takes you into your heart, it's timeless. You're not looking at a clock. You're enjoying the moment. And that's what you're stepping into as a society. And as a people family, you're stepping into timelessness Mm -hmm. where you're following your heart and you're living your joy on a much bigger scale. Mm -hmm. So the greatest gift you can give yourself is to sing, to dance, to celebrate you and celebrate life. And don't think in terms of time. Start making it in this moment where you and I are breathing is where you live. And when you show up for you now, then you show up for you tomorrow. And you haven't even created tomorrow yet. You have no future. And you've already gotten everything out of the past you needed. And all you have is this moment with all of us on the phone. Mm -hmm. So when you understand that, the new way that it's being presented to me, because I get information 15, 20, and 25 years before I see it in print, or hear Mm -hmm. other people talk about it, because Mm -hmm. I trust in the integrity of my own soul. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know, and I don't need to understand. That's fear-based thinking. Mm -hmm. So because I do that, I get this wonderful information, and then Mm -hmm. it's confirmed by feeling good in my heart when I get it, Mm -hmm. and knowing that the information I'm getting does not cause harm on any level with anyone.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, If you recognize now that when you, as example, when you get up in the morning, be present with you standing up on your feet. Don't go into, well, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm gonna make breakfast, I need to get dressed because then you're jumping to the next moment and you're not here now. Mm -hmm. And now is all there is. Right. And so the awareness of it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. Because our now, up until this awareness, was we're in more consciously aware of what we're choosing. Mm -hmm. But we're not starting it from the moment we get up or the moment that we do this or we do that because we're already in what's next. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: So fifth dimension and on is about being here now fully and completely. And when you show up for you today, And you're in your heart most of your day. You're completely fulfilled. You have no concerns, no worries, no doubts, and no fears. Because Mm -hmm. all of that comes from being in your head and being afraid. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: So I, as Bugs Bunny, am known for bringing humor. And I bring it in my own bunny way. Mm -hmm. I am adorable. I do have the greatest tail on the planet. I admit that. And I have those long floppy ears. And I'm very tall and slanky. So in in bunny world, I'm a real catch. (laughs) But one of the joys I have is the creator of me felt me in his heart for years before he actually drew me. And I helped him draw me. So I'm exactly the way I've chosen to be. Interesting. And so, my message to you today is be in your flow, be in this moment, and celebrate you in this moment, and don't dilute it by already jumping to the next. Hmm. Be here now, show up for you here today, now, and then you will show up for you tomorrow. And you need to be your greatest cheerleader. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: I remind myself all the time how. Absolutely, superfluously perfect I am. And I say the same to each of you. You are superfluously perfect. Smile, stand up straight, and know that you're needed, you are celebrated, and you are greatly, greatly appreciated by all life. Thank you for everything that you've contributed in every way, shape, and form. We from the cartoon world really, really appreciate that because you make us possible through the great gift of your own imagination and your own creativity. Mm -hmm. Celebrate your creativity and make today on your calendar time that you sit down and imagine and ask yourself, what would I absolutely love to have fun doing next? What would be love for me showing up in a new way? and engage in your imagination and your creativity. That's what makes children so in the moment and so joyous and honest and authentic is they live now in joy. They don't put it on a calendar for tomorrow. They jump in the puddle now. They twirl now. They get dizzy now. Mm -hmm. They laugh. They fall down. They get back up. They participate 100%. So I am saying to you, let your inner child out and let your inner child guide you. Children know how to play. Mm
4: -hmm. They
5: know how to have fun. Mm -hmm. If you want to step into world peace, if you want to step into harmony, if you want to step into all of life being valued, then you need to start with you. So I'm asking you to put my name somewhere where you're going to see it with a carrot for this whole week. And every time that you have some complaint, look at my name and remember that I said to you, use your imagination and your creativity Mm -hmm. so that you visualize what you choose instead of whatever the pain is you're going through Mm -hmm. and let life know And show you how to experience that now. Mm -hmm. Not the long way home. Mm -hmm. Be there now. Mm -hmm. This is Bugs Bunny. And I am delighted to share my Italian O Solo Mio self with you. Mm -hmm. And may you hear the violin of your own heart. Touching your own joy.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Bugs Bunny. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have known? Who would have known? (laughs) He was
5: a romantic, right? Yeah, (laughs)
0: absolutely. (laughs) And i
5: think he had Bugs Bunny come in maybe Mm -hmm. two or three times. Mm -hmm. So it's quite interesting when these beings come in and their messages are usually tied in some way to how they're perceived. But then they go into an entirely new way of Mm -hmm. engaging with people. And isn't that marvelous?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's really, really great. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> okay. Is there anything you need to share, Ted?
0: Oh, oh thank you for asking. I, I'd um I'd be really interested if you don't mind me asking, Judy. And thank you for being here today. This is always such a beautiful treat to uh, wonderful to have you here. Um, just curious to see um, what m- uh, my dear friend George Washington is is saying now with all the changes happening. Um, and uh, anyway, just curious if he might be available. So
5: George Washington just said, "I agree with Bugs Bunny. Superlative is a great word."
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And
5: he's saying that watching from the other side, the illumination spreading on the planet gives him the deepest joy and he sighs the biggest relief because we were at a point where we could have gone either direction. Really? Wow. And, and he's okay. saying that the the planet and the majority of the beings on the planet have chosen to not only thrive, but to live in a much more honest authentic, loving way. And he said, and I see these dots, which represents the souls as stars. And I see these stars popping open. And every time I look at the sky, there's more stars. Uh And that is souls that have tapped into their own illumination and are illuminating the planet with a deeper part of their self of love Mm -hmm. than I've ever seen. And that is something to celebrate. Hmm. And the right. old political systems that were initiated as society came into forming villages and then cities and on and on. Right. Has progressed to such a point that there's no truth in it.
4: Right.
5: It's all about keeping struggle in front of you so you think that struggling is natural and it isn't. Right. We've come to a time where we need to close the door to the majority of the unloving choices that we've made previously, take the wisdom we've gained from it, and make a smarter, more wholesome choice today. So, my message for today, as George Washington, is notice where you're stuck and put your energy into the opposite of whatever that stuck energy is. And take the time to turn off the TVs, turn off your phones, turn off your computers, and be present more. Be in nature. Know that you flow with all the water in your body. You flow just like the rivers and the streams and the oceans. And nature is always pure and truthful and alive. And every time you step into more of nature, you step back into more of who you are. And nature does that automatically through sense and your smell system, mm-hmm. through tactile and feeling. Put your hands in the earth. Lay on the grass. Put your bare feet on the earth. Be present with the earth. And the earth knows how to help you come back to center.
4: Hmm.
5: So my message today is George Washington is I started out with the cherry tree and noticing different forms of nature, but I never appreciated nature to the point I do today. And I understand that I'm every form of nature, and I celebrate the purity of what that is. So I ask you to make wiser choices, to put it through your heart and ask yourself, is there a way that I can open my light more? Is there a way that I can be somewhere or experience something that I love me more and I share that love with the whole world? I, as George Washington, was blessed to be a forefather of this country. And I and many others have led that position. But let me tell you right now, that doesn't mean I was smarter than anybody else. I just had a different role to play. Mm -hmm. And each of you have an equally important role to play. That's why you're here. So through joy, through the truth, you will tap into whatever that gift is. You're here to share. Mm -hmm. And it can't be done with struggle and strain and unloving energy. Mm -hmm. So today, little George, the child in me, and big George, the adult in me, celebrates every single experience I've had as a soul. It's all brought me to this moment. Mm -hmm. And may you also celebrate everything about yourself. Make wiser choices. And ask yourself, is this really honoring me, and am I doing absolutely no harm? Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you, President Washington. That was great. Really beautiful wisdom. Thank you so much.
5: He's standing in his wig and the clothes of that time.
0: (laughs) That's great. I see
5: him at the front of the boat. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh,
5: he came in his normal little stance, says we would look him as as with the white powdered wig. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you, George.
0: Wonderful, thank you, thank you so much, President Washington, with great respect, thank you
5: mm-hmm. okay, little Lulu's here
0: okay, all right, okay,
5: so here we go. Little Lulu was one of my favorite little cartoon characters when I was a little girl. And I loved little Lulu because she had such a heart of courage. And she was just a delightful, delightful little character. Mm -hmm. So if you don't remember who little Lulu is, you can look her up. But she always had her little red dress and her little curls. Okay. So let me see what little Lulu has to say.
3: Alrighty. Okay.
5: Today, the goddess energy rules. For many, many centuries and many, many time spans, the female energy has had everybody walking all over it and Mm -hmm. the female energy picking their hand up and saying, may I speak now? And further putting the hand and stomping all over the hand, no more.
4: Oh boy. Mm -hmm.
5: We are coming to a time where the goddess energy is now building up enough steam and women are in enough positions and this is not necessarily genetically or what you would call your genitals female. Every single being on the planet is carries the divine goddess energy. And so the divine goddess energy is now ruling and taking us back to the heart and the womb of creation where we recognize our perfection. Mm -hmm. And so the goddess energy is getting bigger and bolder and more and more female energy, goddess energy, through men and women, Mm -hmm. is now stepping out to be noticed much more. So if you're feeling the need to lighten up, if you're feeling the need to listen to your intuition, if you're feeling the need to recognize that still small voice in you is your higher selves talking to you recognize that the the feminine goddess energy is guiding you to meet people in the middle to stop the battles Mm -hmm. there's not a he said and she said there's a we each have our own way and our own truth and our way of journeying to that truth and no two people are alike No two forms of life are alike. Everybody is an original creation of divinity. Every tree, every grass, every bubble, every rainbow is an original creation of divinity. Mm -hmm. So the goddess energy is now stepping into and coming into meeting in the middle, Mm -hmm. which is the opposite of what you see in politics, is it not? Yes, it
0: is. That's true. Mm -hmm. It's
5: about oneness. It's not about divisiveness. It's not about this is better and that's more powerful and this needs more attention. That's the old way. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: So I ask you to step up and notice the way in which you can contribute and meet in the middle areas in which you have been antagonistic and you have stood in this place of stubbornness with I'm right, you're wrong. That's the old way. Now there is, I recognize you are just as important and just as wise as I am. And can we now meet in the middle and celebrate that? And I listen to my original self, my authentic self, and you listen to your authentic self. And we come to a place of uniting and not having to be one extreme or the other.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: So the goddess energy is on the move. And the goddess energy is awakening big time in many, many, many parts of what we would call the God energy coming back into the oneness. And I, as little Lulu, raise my hands in joy as I tap into the beauty of the sun and the beauty of the moon and all of life to know that my true self is now coming out more and more and more through my goddess energy. And may you acknowledge and recognize the goddess energy in you. It takes you to the soft places in your heart, but you carry immense strength by listening to your own intuition.
4: Mm -hmm. So remember,
5: little Lulu rules just like you do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's wow. that's that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that.
5: <laughs> oh, she's so precious. What a wonderful, wonderful message. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas okay. Jefferson has a quick message. Okay. Is that, is that okay with you?
0: Absolutely. I always love hearing from. President Jefferson, please.
5: He's saying that 1% of the population has moved completely from where they were this same time last week.
0: Really? That's fantastic. And
5: he's saying this is a huge shift when you think of how many people there are on the planet. Right. Right. And he's saying, don't be fooled by what you're seeing through the media. It's not the truth. Mm. And what was shared before that, that George talked about, all the stars getting brighter and brighter and brighter and more stars in the sky and noticing it, he said, is absolutely true. He said, so for just even one minute, get out of separateness and get on the bandwagon. And know that you're stepping more simply and truthfully into being your authentic self, which is pure love. So I say, this is a hug time. This is a throw your hands up in the air. This is a party time. (laughs) The whole planet and every form of life has moved up 1%. And that is something to definitely celebrate today. Wow.
0: Thank you for that good and news.
5: I, Thomas Jefferson, feel deeply, deeply honored to be able to bring you such good news.
0: Thank you, Mike. Happy
5: friend,
3: dance
5: <laughs> Happy <That's>... dance <laughs> And <laughs> I'm thinking of Goldie On and how wonderful her laugh is and how whenever she does anything with her family and they have something to celebrate, they do happy dances.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So, that's great.
5: In honor of Goldie Han. Happy dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's uh, great. That's so what great. were you
5: gonna say? I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: Oh, that's okay. I've been spending um uh some time out at the ocean here, Pacific Ocean. Mm. And I walk I walk into the surf and I start talking to the mermaids and mermen who have quite a few messages. Yes, they do. And I it would be fun to have you Bring them in if you wish, and um, and uh, well, they're here. Them. Okay, they're
5: here. <laughs>
0: Great. <laughs>
5: and there again, the room I'm in, my office, is under the ocean, and I'm seeing everywhere I look are mermaid and mermen, and also a lot of little mer babies. Oh, how nice! Um, and they're winking at me. So here we go. The wisdom of the sea permeates every f- fiber of your being whenever you're in water in any way, shape, or form. And the fact that your body contains so much water reminds you that you are water beings. Mm-hmm. You're here now with us. There's a part of you that knows how to breathe out of the water and in the water. That is wisdom that you've carried always.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So you want to recognize that if you're being pulled, like Ted was, to be near the water, it's because you're opening up your water wisdom in new ways. And you're inviting the water to bless you in new ways. And isn't that a powerful awareness?
4: Yeah, right, right.
5: So when you look at the ocean, when you look at the lakes, when you see the waterfalls, when you see the eddies, and you see the swamps, Mm
4: -hmm.
5: and you see the pools of water. Know that that's you, and giggle. Mm -hmm. Because water, and especially the whales, and the dolphins create the most lovely bubbles Mm
3: -hmm. as
5: their love floats to the top Mm -hmm. and goes beyond. Mm -hmm. And may you be in the bubble of love here in the waterways with us. And may you celebrate your mer-self now coming to the forefront of you. And if you find yourself wanting to snorkel, wanting to dive, wanting to feel the flow of being swimming, and you just want to stand at the beginning of the ocean and feel the waves crashing on your legs, and feel the vibrancy and the aliveness and the vibration of joy as each wave shares its love with you. Think of us, the mer people. Think of us as part of a huge culture that is here to celebrate the waters. And now may you celebrate the waters in your own life. So when you take a shower, bless the water. When you take a bath, bless the water. And give yourself permission to get some bubbles. Go to the dollar store and blow bubbles and join the whale kingdom and the dolphin kingdom as they blow bubbles of joy from the top of their blowholes. Celebrate in the wisdom of the water and know that every form of water life, you are. It's there. Mm -hmm. There's not the land and the water. It's one earth. Mm -hmm. And we celebrate everything. Mm -hmm. So us as the people are here as advocates at this time to touch your water wisdom and for you to take that in in new ways. Mm -hmm. And our suggestion is do it through bubbles. That's fun. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. What a beautiful message. Thank you.
5: (laughs) (coughs) I'm seeing the same little little mermaid little girl mermaid winking and i see the, her little brother winking too as they're holding hands and swimming away how oh how, is that? how lovely The her wow. children are coming in to celebrate and assist the new children on the planet which are anybody born after 1980 are part of the new children and they're here to guide us into the seventh golden crystalline age of wisdom and peace and the Mur children are now coming forward to assist those children. And isn't that a beautiful message?
0: That's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for sharing that.
5: Mm. That's
0: really great. Oh, wow. And they're
5: showing me a, a starfish.
0: Mm-hmm. And
5: they're saying, welcome the energy of the stars. Mm. There's, there's every pointed star, and you want to connect to the 12-pointed star. Mm-hmm and feel the 12-pointed star activating within you, which is your highest level of star wisdom that you can contain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Happen to you as a 12-pointed star, and that comes from the mer-children.
0: Okay, great.
5: Wow, I never get tired of the delight of what I do, because (laughs) like you, I just stand and it just comes out and I have no idea what I'm gonna say at all.
0: Right. Right. It's right. just
5: totally in the moment. Uh-huh. And isn't that a gift?
0: Yeah, it is it is a, it's a beautiful gift. Um, absolutely a beautiful gift, Judy. Well I, I, I was at the um I was at the ocean recently and I was in the surf and I didn't know what was gonna come through, but they just came through and I could actually I could see them. Um yes. there was a pot about twenty of them, they're all waving. I waved back and Yes. Um, but it was so much fun and you know, they're able to collect uh, they're able to connect easier now than they were even a few years ago because the vibrations are raising are going. Yes.
5: Higher. Yes. So, yeah. And also the water levels are getting cleaner and clearer.
0: Oh, nice.
5: You know, That's as nice. we've had COVID and right. one of the benefits of that experience has been people staying home and giving the planet a rest.
0: Well, that was interesting, you say that because in New Delhi, India, in the middle of um, the scamdemic a couple of years ago, people could actually see the Huma- Himalayan mountains from New Delhi, and they yes. hadn't seen them in decades, in yes, many, many decades, but they could see the mountains. so it was yes. Really cool. yeah. and isn't
5: that marvelous? Yeah, right. And you know, I had an experience about six months ago where I woke up and for about four hours, I was the Himalayan mountains. Really, And I could feel the light frequency of feeling the vibratory rate of the Himalayan mountains. I felt the monks, some were in bare feet, some were in sandals, and they were walking very mindfully, very gently. They didn't want to bruise the earth, going through the Himalayan mountains into inner earth. And I could feel the great white brotherhood and the great white sisterhood hugging me. And I could feel the vibrations of all of the wildlife, and especially the eagles, were showing me and taking me to the top of the vibrations of the Himalayan mountains. Mm -hmm. And I could feel the sacredness of all of the mystery school information that's there, and that's the sacred and holiness of that. Mm -hmm. So I was the Himalayan mountains for about four hours, about six months ago.
0: Wow, that's amazing.
5: <laughs>
0: that's that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Wow.
5: We all uh-huh. have our moments. Uh huh.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. I can I can see a line of great spirits behind you. A whole bunch of them. Just, yes. You know, patiently.
5: And I'm they're good. all you, and they're all me. Mm. We're everything, and isn't that marvelous?
4: Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm.
5: And our ancestors want to remind us that in fifth dimension, and we're downloading that now through King Tut, Mm -hmm. we're activating our fifth dimensional chakras. And new colors, I was shown my fifth dimensional chakras in 2007. And three of the colors I saw was salmon, teal, and magenta. Very different colors from the traditional seven of Mm -hmm. blue, green, orange, gold, yellow, all of that. And what's interesting is they showed me that our chakras are rainbow. Mm -hmm. And we're rainbow beings. And in all the prophecies from the Mayans to the Alaskans to the indigenous cultures, they talk Mm -hmm. about when the rainbow beings are going to show up. Well, we're the rainbow beings. Oh, really? Fascinating. Those of us here to lead the way. And if you're on the Mm -hmm. phone, hello. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: You've been activating now through King Tut. Your fifth dimensional chakras. Mm-hmm. And you are the rainbow beings and you're stepping into your master wisdom the last oh. two years.
3: Wow. So
5: your human missions are finished. And now mm-hmm. we're stepping into our master missions as the rainbow beings huh. that have been prophesized that will be here mm-hmm. to bring in the new earth. Mm-hmm. You're it.
0: Wow. That's a beautiful message. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. Well you can see the blankets behind me if you can see they're they're um, yes on, on this we're side. celebrating color the colors <laughs> that's right that's from Machu Picchu and that's Mexico over there so
5: how beautiful.
0: But all of them are actually from Inca uh, they actually the, the, the before the Incas were the Incao INCAAL and they escaped from Atlantis when they ended up destroying themselves and went to Peru and they also went to Mexico too so they they have a history around. Mhm. Yeah.
5: They got around.
0: Yeah. Right. They got around, yeah. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. So um, And I'm
5: very happy for you that you took that time to be near the ocean because there is a vibrant look on you from being in, around the ocean. Really? Really? Yeah. It activated and brought up more uh-huh. of your light frequency.
0: Uh-huh. Wow. Well, well, I've been I've been drawn to the ocean for um the last couple of weeks, and um, it keeps drawing me back. Actually, yes. Um, and I can I, c- I connect right to them. I c- I could do it from this distance, but it's a much better connection. It's like a it's like a phone. You know, you're right there. <laughs> you connect right there, and you have to get your feet in the water. Yeah. Um, but they come right through. It's real simple. And then I see them out in the surf, um, and it's it's uh, so, they have so much wisdom, and they're trying to help us as much as they can. They don't. They don't. We're not. We're not going to end up in this, rat, this path, um, Judy. But they want to help us as much as possible with our ascension because they don't, always, they don't want us to go through the, the, the disaster that happened at Atlantis many years ago. And it, it's not going to happen. But I mean, they're, they're helping us as much as they can.
5: So. Did you know at night while you sleep, Ted, that the whales, your whale family and your dolphin family, swim all around you, protecting you? Really. Wow, yep,
0: that's fantastic. that's what they're showing. Wow, wow, that's and there's fantastic.
5: platinum and white and gold uh, uh-huh. metallic whales and dolphins.
0: Wow. wow, that's amazing. Stepping into
5: the higher frequencies of light. Oh, that's
0: wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, my our friend uh, Diane Robbins told me several years ago that they were some of them were leaving, going back to series. 9. Yes, um, but some of them are staying. I hope. I mean,
5: I don't want them to leave, but. Um... Oh, so they're helping us to wake up our whale energy. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So that there's more whale energy from purity and truth.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh.
5: And not uh-huh. the ignorance of what, like the Navy doing, bombing underneath the ocean right. to destroy them and break their eardrums and all those kind of things. Um, So, you know, the whales are responsible for the morphogenic field of the earth.
4: Right, right. And
5: they create and make sure that a lemon tree is producing lemons and not avocados.
4: Right.
5: You know, they're responsible for that. They also swim hundreds of miles a day, keeping all of the grids clear.
4: Wow, wow. And
5: so they serve a very valuable purpose. And the dolphins are the ones that make sure that the way that life flows, that the lemon tree does produce lemons and not mm-hmm. avocados. Mm-hmm. So they work very much together hand in hand.
0: I see. That's great. Um, well, I, I I knew about the, the killing of the whales by the U.S. Navy back in uh, 2015. When I first just, I, I just started my show um, back a little bit before then and there was actually a lawsuit brought in federal court in, um, in Honolulu in Hawaii against the US Navy where a federal judge was disgusted with what the Navy was doing and they said you can't stop you've got to stop killing these dolphins and whales they're beautiful creatures it's totally illegal but you know what the Navy did uh, within two years they went down to, to Chile and killed off a whole bunch of, of I mean hundreds and hundreds of, of dolphins and whales too and Pete more people complained I don't know what's going on now but people should be aware of it. Um, they don't seem to, they don't seem to follow anyone. Um, they don't follow laws. They don't follow the courts. They don't. They do everything illegal. Um, they do it in places where people can't see them. I, I don't know. I have my own theories about who's doing it, really. But um, but I'm glad they're here and and um, you know they're they're still here helping us. So.
5: I can share with you a message that I was presented in the early 1980s that applies to this. Okay um there was a magazine called connecting link that this mm-hmm. couple put out for about 5 years and it was wonderful way for me way more pure than sedona journal it was just the mm-hmm. the people and the authors and the things i connected to there were just pure love right. and so there was an article in there asking the whales and the dolphins why they're they're beaching so much right what happens when they see a whole family beaching and they said, that's how we take care of the imbalances within our culture. If we have a baby whale or a baby dolphin that has crossed the line in some way, and it's not healthy and it's not balanced, the whole family supports that being by beaching so that that genetic strain leaves that body, leaves that family, and instantly they are reborn as new whales and new dolphins instantaneously. Wow. Wow. That's and this was in the early 1980s. And I remember when I read it, mm-hmm. because then the whales said, and don't be silly. If you continue polluting the water and not taking respect for the ocean, and we go and we're mammals, who do you think is next? Right. Us. So recognize whatever you do to our environment, you're doing to your environment, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely mm-hmm. destroying us. By <laughs> your
0: well, wasn't so that don't... whole mm-hmm. – Wasn't pardon me for interrupting, Judy, but wasn't that the whole plan behind the dioxin, intentional release of thousands of pounds of dioxin yes. in Ohio and Pennsylvania?
5: Yes. Kill and us off. And Japan, wanting to dump all the chemicals.
0: Oh, that's right, and, with Fukushima. Right? Which is that's what right.
5: talked about, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, we talked about that.
5: So my point to you is, the dolphins and the whales are fully aware of not only the situation they're in, but the solution. Mm-hmm. And they're being made more and more and more known. And I remember Rick O'Berry was one of the original people that captured the dolphins that they used for the show Flipper okay. and he was on that show in less than a year and he said I cried every day when I realized the way that they were using the dolphins in ways that were not now did not bring joy to the dolphins and they were using them and everything was about controlling them through fear we oh. removing food, not giving them access to this or that, being I in see. concrete pools where their oh. skin was constantly having sores because there's no plant life. There's no oh. sand. It's just concrete pools. Interesting. And okay. so he's spent since the early 1970s, all these years, mm-hmm. working to release dolphins from captivity. Wow. Mm-hmm. And when you look at all the awareness from that time with Jacques okay. Cousteau, To this time, with all the animal organizations, including for whales and dolphins, it's heartwarming. Yeah, right. And there you see the illumination that was spoke about earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. are stepping in to the wiser part of our knowledge and our intuition. And we're stepping into, as he so beautifully said, right, the whole 1% has moved into more illumination and self-love. And isn't wow. that exciting?
0: That's wonderful news. Oh, my gosh. That's great. I could feel the energies coming into the planet. Um, Judy, it felt really good the last couple of weeks. And I know we've reached a corner. And I've told next month we'll have even more positive energies coming in. So Of course we will. Yeah, <laughs> that's all good, all good news. <laughs> so.
5: Because everybody on this call was was invited Mm, and they've all been given this information Mm -hmm. because it helps them to love and appreciate and respect themselves more Mm -hmm. and to have hope and isn't that the key
0: yeah absolutely to have
5: complete confidence in yourself being right where you need to be at the right time under the right circumstances right and tuning into self-love, the answer to every issue, I don't care what the issue is, is self-love.
3: Right,
0: How I simple agree.
5: could life be? But just yeah. to love yourself more.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: That's right.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: And when you went to the ocean, and you can tap into your own on this, your aura expanded by more than a thousand feet.
4: Mm.
5: Wow. So you're touching even more hearts just in your body. Ted. Wow. Wow. That's as great. From you and the whales and the dolphins and the merpeople.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could feel connecting with them. Yeah, I could easily, definitely feel connecting with them. Yeah. When yes. I'm, when I'm there. Yeah.
5: So St. Germain is teasingly saying, You're a bigger cheese than you thought you were. You know how everybody wants to be the big cheese. And he says, So you're even a bigger cheese than you were before. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you thank have more you. of a
5: of an effective way in which you're touching the planet. And he celebrates that beautifully. Oh, how nice. He's saying, thank you for sticking to it. Thank you for working past the naysayers. Thank you for closing your ears to the unloving ways and things that have been presented to you or said to you and Mm -hmm. feeling the purity of your own truth.
0: Mm -hmm.
5: He said, I thank you for that.
0: Oh, well, thank you, St. Germain. You always have such mm. beautiful messages. Thank you. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so feel his, may, yeah. may each
5: person on the on the phone choose to step more into their bigger self, their full self
4: mm-hmm.
5: as creator, as source as all that is, mm-hmm. and step more into your oneness. Mm-hmm. And that's usually done in the silence of communing with your own self. Uh Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. And then laugh your head off. Hmm. Party with all of life. Celebrate all of life. Mm -hmm. And as was mentioned before, do your happy dances. Mm -hmm. Let the joy go into all your cellular structure, which creates health. And we could all use more health at this time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What beautiful messages. Thank you, St. Germain. (laughs) That's great. Thank you so much.
5: Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. is here. Oh, really?
3: Excellent.
0: Mm -hmm.
5: Okay. So I'd like to give his message. Sure. (sighs) Playing the part that I did as the son of my parents was both a joy and a deep, deep responsibility. Mm -hmm. when you come into a family like I did and you have the integrity that my parents had, Mm -hmm. it's a lot to live up to. And the one gift among many that my parents consistently gave me was to strive to be the best I could be. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And they never told me what that was. Mm. They gave the respect to my soul that my soul would know what that was. Uh And because my intention was to strive to be the best that I could be, I did touch hearts on the planet differently than my parents did.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. And I did fulfill that role. And that's why I left.
4: Mm. I was done. Mm.
5: I wasn't meant to grow up and become a president.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. I wasn't meant... To step into the whole family life thing.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. I, as an individual, completed the message I gave to a younger generation of the integrity and the dedication to our country and our world that Mm -hmm. my parents had. Mm -hmm. And what greater gift could I give? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm coming back in the form, which I'm not choosing to share at this time. But I'm coming back to be part of the new earth and bringing people back into choosing councils of beings from wisdom and not the political system. And my job is to start putting the energy into we choose as cultures and groups and tribes as as a planet, as a family to honor the wisdom of individuals and the purity of their heart Mm -hmm. and not their ability to be conniving, controlling, and to smile and find a way to harm you in the meantime. Right. That's all leaving. Good. And so a new role and a new place is being set for me. And my parents could not be happier. And so they are telling me and encouraging me to once again, follow my heart so I'm suggesting for each of you that you too choose to follow your heart mm-hmm. and it will be in brand new ways that in the next 10 years you may look at yourself and you won't even recognize yourself for who you thought you were today mm-hmm. and so my message as Judy mentioned earlier when Ted mentioned was hope mm-hmm. I'm now choosing to come back and I'm choosing to celebrate being authentic and truthful and living that in new ways by us having councils, not political parties. That's obsolete. It's already served its purpose. Separation is not the rule of the future, oneness is.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm John F. Kennedy Jr., and I am also a product of the beautiful wisdom and intuition sight of my mother. Hmm.
0: Thank you, JK okay, Junior. Wow, oh. this has been such an honor to have you on. Thank you.
5: That made me dizzy. Wow. Went wow. to a really, really deep place.
0: Yeah. Guess what? And I, Doc- had
5: been, I had been given an opportunity several years ago to assist his father in a very mm-hmm. personal way. Mm-hmm. And I am really, really grateful for this connection I've had with the Kennedys. Right. And of course, with Jacqueline. It's been a beautiful, beautiful thing.
0: hmm hmm
5: So, what were you saying next?
0: Well, I, I just wanted to, uh, I don't, don't mean to interrupt, but Nostradamus um, said a couple of things. Um, they've never stopped being our presidents um, and first lady. Um, yes, that's true. Yeah and they're still our president and the First Lady, you know, and the, the other thing is is um. Uh, they've been helping us as much as possible through you know creating world peace on, on the planet and the other thing that Nostradamus said that, that councils, we will have um, political parties will basically fall by the wayside and we'll have like councils, it'll be a oneness yep. and we won't need the heavy-handed police state government that we've got now because people will know how to act and they will, because because they'll be tied into God, they won't misbehave. I mean, they won't they won't be a violent society. It'll be different. It'll be uh, people will just know how to act, and they'll find that you won't need the heavy-handed government that we have now. It'll be like a councils, uh, and the people will be chosen on spiritual qualities.
5: Yes, that's what they have in Telos, in Inner Earth, in Mount Shasta now. Right. Right. That's the Telosians right. live that way. They have a council. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. shares. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Nikola Tesla is in Telos. And a lot of the animals that have been extinct on the top of the planet live inside Mount Shasta in inner earth. Okay. So we will be living fifth dimensional lives, which is what John F. Kennedy's son is talking about. Right. And that council is exactly correct. It will be coming together and the councils will change. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that everybody's wisdom is honored.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, right. What a different society! Uh, Adama asked me to write a a book about that last last year. So I've I've started on it. I've got to set the time to do it. I'll get it done. Anyway,
5: that's beautiful, Dad. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wants me. I look forward to that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. And bless.
5: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Got a stack of notes that thick, so
5: (laughs) sorry. I was gonna say, Bless Diane Robbins for being one of the first people to bring in the channelings of the Telosians and Mm -hmm. Inner Earth, right? And it, the purity of her messages she has in five books, which you can look up Diane Robbins, D I A N N E R O B B I N S dot com.
4: Mm -hmm. And
5: she has five books. And the beautiful thing about her books is they take you where you need to go. So you could read, let's say, Telos Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And five years from now, you can reread it. And you will be getting what you need in five years. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: When you need it, it won't be the same message as you got today.
4: Right. Yeah.
5: Right. So I call them the never ending stories.
4: Mm -hmm. They take
5: you where you need to be and right. where your consciousness is, and what a beautiful gift Diane provides with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a great lady. She was guided many, I think, back in the 80s to move from New York, Upper New York State to Shasta. And she's been there ever since, raising consciousness, enlightening people. Um...
5: Yes, the mountain called her. She mm-hmm. called me, and I told her. Don't go anywhere else. Follow yeah. your heart. And the mountain was talking to her. Right. And they were telling her that once she got there, she was not to leave. And yeah. she had. Wow. wow. So she's done an amazing job mm-hmm. of helping all of us to open up because I carry the mountain in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I've carried the mountain in my heart for a long, long time.
0: Yeah. yeah.
5: Along Beautiful. with the Telosians and the inner earth beings because mm-hmm. you can feel them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. I carry, I, I always have an overwhelming, uh, special feeling when I'm at Shasta in that area. And, um, I know the negatives have tried to stop it, but, um, interfere, but they're losing and, um, soon they'll be gone. So, anyway.
5: Well, I would like to bring in the, the, uh, the Yetis because I've been channeling the Yetis. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, for over 18 Great. years. So they're standing here. And okay. uh, the the one that's here is, it's a big white one. Uh-huh. And there's a female and three babies. Okay. um, Some right. people call them all different kinds of names. um, But they are really, really large beings. And they are the gentlest of souls.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're all. Oh. Well, well, one, one saved my life last year
5: how marvelous mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. how beautiful that you're aware of it
0: oh yeah oh yeah they um it's a long story uh, well it, they changed reality um so i would not go uh to an area where i would have been um attacked killed and eaten um long story um but um i'm grateful for them and they're with me now actually so
5: yes they are mm-hmm. So what they're saying to me is they're thought of as mythical creatures. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And because of their size and because they have been silent predominantly, people have made up all kinds of monster stories about them,
4: which is totally not true. Yeah, right.
5: And Mm -hmm. so at night, one of the things they do is they come out at night and they go into nature And they undo the harm we've done all day long. Really? Wow. Okay. So if you have an animal, a baby animal, this was the example they showed me. Mm -hmm. It was a baby, I think it was a squirrel, and it was Mm -hmm. caught in a leg trap. And
4: Mm -hmm. Mm
5: -hmm. the Yeti father went over and removed the trap and then contacted telepathically the squirrel mother so she would not worry about her baby and told her, that they were taking it home to heal. Uh And once the squirrel was healthy enough, they would personally bring it back to the squirrel mother.
0: Oh, beautiful, wow. And it might
5: take from four to seven days Mm -hmm. because the Mm -hmm. trap went down to the bone in the squirrels. And so it goes and it takes um, poisons, um, different pesticides and things, and they take it into their body by, by going, they suck it into their body of certain areas. They purify within their bodies and then they blow out purified energy oh. and purified love for that mm-hmm. same area of land that mm-hmm. was poisoned.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: They take the trees and they literally hug them to bring back the life force that anything that's been put in their way, whether it's concrete, whether it's the wires and the telephone poles, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, they restructure the trees back to their original blueprint Mm -hmm. by hugging them. And they take back in the imbalances, and I'm burping big time as I'm clearing this because they're talking and they're doing this while they're talking to me. Mm -hmm. And they're clearing the imbalances from the extremes of the way we polluted the planet. Mm-hmm. So they're telling me whether it's wildlife, whether it's the culture and nature, mm-hmm. whether it is the the stars and the things like that and the air quality, right. they're in a constant state of helping to bring in more purity and truth through love. And that is their mission. And they, they walk around and do their work mainly at night because nobody can see them mm-hmm. and they have no interest in scaring people
4: mm-hmm.
5: and they have no interest in having people continue to talk about them and bring mm-hmm. attention to the public in ways that are about frightening people. That's mm-hmm. the last thing they have any interest in.
4: Sure. Mm-hmm. And they're
5: saying sometimes they become totally invisible if they are around people that are unkind in their hearts.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And they become invisible so that they're not mentioned and not talked about.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So that the pure truth and the love of what they represent can continue to balance out the behavior of the unloving ones. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And they're said, we're big beings.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: We're 20, 30, 40 feet big. Wow. And some of us, you can only see through the lens of a pure heart, like rainbows.
4: Right. Okay. You know,
5: each of us carry all the colors Mm -hmm. of whatever we would call ourselves as yetis.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. Some are Mm -hmm. are black, some are brown, some are red, some Mm -hmm. are fawn colors, all the different colors. Mm -hmm. He said, but I present myself predominantly white Mm -hmm. because we're noticing that the purity is coming in in every form of life as the white cow's the white bison, the white lambs, mm-hmm. that they're coming in in the in the scene, the white to to uh, herald in the new age, mm-hmm. and so we're matching that by coming in our white body selves, mm-hmm. mostly with what we're doing and carrying the pure energy of nothing but love
4: mm-hmm.
5: to every form of the planet that we feel so guided to do. Mm-hmm. So if you feel yourself. And you feel minuscule. And you feel that there's something really big around you. It's us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful.
0: Nice. <laughs>
5: oh, That's great.
0: <laughs> so oh. if
5: there's something that you see on the planet that disturbs you. That you would like to see a more loving result. You can call on the part of you that is us. And we will help guide you in the way that you can make a difference. And just put your hand on your heart and say, I connect to my Yeti self purely and beautifully Mm
4: -hmm.
5: to be guided into how I can contribute in this way, all life. And we will be there to assist you.
0: Nice. Okay. Nice. Does that include, of course, animals that are hurt? Obviously. Okay. Yep. Okay.
5: They're saying the number of animals that are disrespected, especially by the logging industry. Hmm. Um, He's saying, you know, when they cut down trees, they cut down the homes of endless life forms of nature.
4: Right. Right.
5: And they have no regard for Hmm. where the wildlife is going to go. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They don't care if the mother separated from the baby.
4: Mm-hmm. They don't
5: care if the yeah. birdhouse was totally destroyed. Right. They mm-hmm. don't care where they go or what they do. They mm-hmm. don't even care about the life of the trees.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: They mm-hmm. see them as a commodity.
4: Right, exactly.
5: And he said, every living thing is perfect.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And it is a form of what we call source, God, all that is. Mm-hmm. Right. It deserves your respect. It wouldn't be here if it wasn't necessary.
4: Right, right.
5: Respect whatever that form is mm-hmm. and know that what you want to do is show up more purely mm-hmm. and truthfully
4: mm-hmm. and
5: share from that place within your heart, which mm-hmm. is what us yetis represent. Sure, right. We're not a abominable mistake of nature. Right. That is a really horrible way to think of us. We are just as important in our contribution as the moon is in its Mm -hmm. contribution. Mm -hmm. We each serve all of life in our own way. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: So do you. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. I've got tears feeling the intense truth of what they're sharing.
0: Yeah. Very profound. Thank you, my dear Yeti friends, for sharing that beautifulness.
5: Wow. wow. And now we're each being hugged by our Yeti family. They're mm-hmm. encircling us, each one of us. They're saying, welcome home. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's okay. I'm done.
0: My, uh, my Squatch friend is here with me. He's protecting me. He, he saved my yeah. He saved my life last year. Yeah, he's here.
5: Yeah, he said it's all us. Doesn't matter what you call us.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: We're all the same. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I thank them for touching me so deeply.
0: Yeah. That's
5: beautiful. beautiful message. Wow. Okay. There's a cowboy here.
0: <laughs> okay. And it's Roy okay.
5: Rogers. Okay. Okay, so here we go. I've never channeled Roy Rogers.
3: All right. So here okay. we
5: go. And of course, there's this horse, Trigger, and Dale Evans is standing there. So here we go.
4: Okay, great.
5: You're kind of like the Wild West. Mm-hmm. In the Wild West, the strongest and the bravest perused the land that was unknown and had the courage to go through all the things they had to go through to have settlements, to create homes, and make a country. And it wasn't for the faint-hearted. The true nature of a cowboy was an explorer. Mm -hmm. And they would go where the land was barren and bring life to it. Mm -hmm. And that is not for the faint of hearted. Right. So even though you have the outlaws that everybody knows, you need to respect the true culture of the cowboy Mm -hmm. and the cowgirl because Mm -hmm. they came and brought life in the ways that they took the land and made ranches and farms Mm -hmm. and made a difference so people could come together and share. And it took great courage to leave the great Mm -hmm. country of Britain and the United Kingdom to come into this land Mm -hmm. and to do what we did. Now, did we do it perfectly? No, Mm -hmm. there was tremendous lack of respect for the original indigenous cultures that lived here. That's true. But that was part of the growing process. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And Mm -hmm. so for me and for my beautiful wife, one of the ways that we contributed to the awareness was by having lots of children and adopting lots of children from all different countries to present that we're all equal. Mm -hmm. And it was a conscious choice that Dale and I made before we married, Mm -hmm. that we wanted to share our love with as many children as we could within reason. Mm
4: -hmm. If we
5: had our way, we would have had 500 children.
4: (laughs) Oh Oh, wow, Uh wow, beautiful. Uh And of course,
5: Mm-hmm. I took and had Trigger stuffed
4: mm-hmm.
5: so that the energy of Trigger stayed with me because the horse comes from pureness. There's no connivance in them at all. They just mm-hmm. purely love you. Wow. And Trigger was one of my best friends uh-huh. to remind me how to live life uh-huh. and to live life purely and truthfully.
4: Uh-huh. So That's I
5: bring right. in the energy of the cowboys and the cowgirls. Mm-hmm. And I celebrate those beautiful beings who helped to start
4: mm-hmm.
5: what we're now standing on today.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow.
5: And it is the cowboys and the cowgirls of the future,
4: mm-hmm.
5: which we call brave hearts and noble hearts,
4: mm-hmm.
5: to go where they're needed and plow in and bring life where life is not existing
4: mm-hmm.
5: and bring it to a higher quality.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So I served my purpose as the cowboy Roy Rogers and my beautiful wife, Dale Evans, Mm
4: -hmm. and
5: the life we lived to not only talk about and show that every race matters. Mm -hmm. There's a beauty in the variety of children, but there's also a beauty in the variety of nature. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And the cowboys and the cowgirls Mm -hmm. had the courage to go where life wasn't in a more expanded state Mm -hmm. and through bringing water and cultivation and plant life and vegetation, Mm
4: -hmm.
5: they brought the barren land to life. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And you can do the same by your intention is to do no harm that was mentioned earlier.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. I am Roy Rogers and my beautiful wife, Dale Evans, just gave me a kiss and she said, She's sending a kiss to everybody on the call and everybody that will receive these messages Mm -hmm. because they're priceless. And you need to know that. You're priceless. Wow.
0: Wow. That's a beautiful message, isn't it? Wow. 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 Wow.
5: And for all of you that love horses, Mm -hmm. it's because you're very connected to the unicorns. Hmm. And the unicorns are the higher selves of the horses.
4: Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Fantastic.
5: Yep, they are. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: I used to always think of horses as big dogs because they had the same beautiful hearts.
0: Uh (laughs) How how nice. Wow. That's amazing.
5: (laughs) So what else do you want to share, Ted? Because they're Um, telling me you've got some pretty wonderful things to share. Oh, well, thank you.
0: Well, I, th- I think we're, we're doing it. We are evolving into the higher dimensions. And um, I think I, I, I look at fifth dimension as just not the end point, but rather um, a brief stopover on the way to the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth dimensions. And um, we have the chance now uh, for the first time in um, in tens of thousands of years to really accelerate and move into the into a beautiful create a really beautiful and loving planet all of us do and the children are going to help us through that process um, and um, trust your own heart mind don't follow what the government tells you to do in terms of uh, you know because the, the, you have to be suspect you have to use discernment especially with AI nowadays you have to there's they're, they're, the, the negatives are doing everything they can to stop us but I want people to know that the light is always stronger. Um, than the dark and um, share your light um, carefully. Um, don't give your resources away to charlatans and people who say they're prophets but they're not because they're not prophets. Um, anyone who tells you that AI is benevolent um, is is um, is is incorrect if they don't have discernment um, because you have to have discernment with these new technologies um, coming in. Um, and um, there are still many people trying to control us and swindle us. Uh, it's, not everyone is a light worker, but our hu- future is so bright. And the message that President uh, Jefferson gave us um, was especially heartening that 1% has completely changed over the light side. So and, and more is coming, actually. More is, more is coming. So that makes me feel really good today.
5: Keep going, because they're telling <laughs> me there's more.
0: Okay, all right. Um, Um, Many people will be, as we go into the higher dimensions, many people will be um, shifting into the fifth dimension where there's no disease, um, and they will be able to heal themselves. Um, That's part of the process going on right now, and that's why when I take people to Shasta, I'll be going back to Shasta at the end of June, at the end of August uh, this summer. Um, More and more people are going to get healed. Everyone who came on my trips last year were healed, Um, and... um, a couple people had their eyesight restored had their hearing restored all kinds of miracles happened, and it's happening more and more we we are facing a lot of challenges right now but i want everyone to know that we are being guided and we have a lot of good hope uh, for the future because that's why we're here to create a beautiful loving planet where people will all live in peace and harmony so this is what uh this is what we're creating right now, and there's many spirits, um, there's many um, uh, extraterrestrials, benevolent extraterrestrials from the Galactic Alliance, of course, the Pleiadians, and many other civilizations who are who are helping us. And we have two minutes left, <laughs> so and I and I, I want to thank everyone so much um, for their beautiful love and light. Um, um, it, it, my, i have a, it, my show is show's non-profit, and if, you, if you'd like to support us, just go to my website uh, on BBS or to www.outofthisworld1150.com and click on the, the PayPal uh, link there. I also have my book's uh, Journey to the Other Side, which is a book about talking to spirits on the other side. It's just $20. Um, messages from the Masters. I'm writing a fourth book now on um, uh, what kind of society we'll have, we could have. Um, in the future, after we go through th- this transition period, based upon the experience of Adam and the Telosians and the Plutians, um, should be done in a couple of months. My messages from the Masters book is also translated into German, and it just was translated into Spanish a few days ago. It will be coming out in a few in a few uh, few months probably in Spanish. So. Um, For more information, just send me an email. I can give you some more info to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And on behalf of all my listeners around the world, Judy, I want to thank you so much for coming on. It's been so much Uh, fun to have you on today, and um, I really appreciate all all your beautiful messages.
5: It's a joy to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you. And I
5: appreciate the pureness of you being kind enough to extend these invitations. Oh, you know, we had 1.3 billion listeners. And the last time we had
0: 1.7. Wow.
5: I'd say we're touching hearts, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I I absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And we also have we also have uh, uh, a lot of um, mil- hundreds of millions off planet as well. Yeah. Um, benevolent souls listening to us today and they're helping us as well. So but it's it's a. Uh, A lot of good things coming. A lot of good things are happening right now, and I want people to have uh, hope for the future and know that we're all creating a better world, and not only for our children, but children's children, and for many future generations. We're finally ascending after all these years. So we're we're doing it. (laughs) Absolutely doing it. (laughs) So um, anyway, thank you so much for all your beautiful messages. And uh, for my spiritual trips, just go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. You can read all about my... uh, My trip's there, and um, I want to know, everyone, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. Just hang in there. Things are changing, and for the better. Namaste. Namaste, my friend. (laughs) Thanks so much, Don, for all your beautiful help. (laughs) Much love to everyone.